Ah. Hello and welcome to the Sonic Cast on Saturday the 30th of July 2011. I'm your host, Dr. Robotnik. Joining me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Word. Actually, I don't know what a Sonic <laughs> That was a very unsonic <laughs> one. You, you totally caught that out. Radical. And, <laughs> that's not very good either. And of course, Amy. <laughs> She doesn't actually have any lines in Sonic CD, so I can't say anything. She doesn't practically ever, all the time. Yeah, but that was the original bitches. That's what everyone says. You could have just jump, jump, swoon. (laughs) Heart. (laughs) Yes. Captain Planet. Heart. Heart. If you've listened to any of our uh, recent episodes, then you'll probably know why I'm calling it the Sonic cast. (laughs) It's only been like that one. No, No, there's been a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of Sonic discussions, so... Uh... What did we talk about in the one before last, then, that was so sonic I mean, have... we mentioned it, we but always... we didn't... We've been having a lot of retrospective, which how Sonic games have been good over the last few weeks, and uh, yeah, it keeps coming up. It's quite funny when I go back to Tag, and it's like, you mentioned that every Sonic game has ever been released. Well, well with that one, we had to, because it's <laughs> each of the individual level. And doesn't yeah, it last, well, that's last time was our Tardcast, where we discussed the various merits of the Sonic Generation level list. Yes, indeed. So which caused a lot of that's Sonic That's what I just talk. said. Yeah. <laughs> and this week, I've actually seen okay. Sonic Colors. You really need actually. that coffee, seriously. <laughs> Drink that thing down. Yeah, down this coffee, bitches. Yeah. So I've seen you playing Sonic Colors, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Do we, are we actually going to talk about that? Yeah, <laughs> well, I could just say that it was pretty cool. But yeah. I liked to watch. I liked We've already talked about it before, so we don't really. Yeah, need to... but even I like it. Like, well, I haven't played well, it. Was, but... Not that surprising. Yeah, no, that drill stuff is awesome. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, so definitely check that out. They should definitely release that on the Explorer or something. But they can't. Yeah. It's Nintendo. No. no. Is that true? Well, no, it's got nothing to do with Nintendo. It's just Sega's choice to release it. Yeah, I mean, they can make multi-platform games, can't they? I don't think they... Sega. I don't know if they'd be be allowed so easily to just take an old thing and then port it over. Or whether they'd want to. That's probably a lot of effort to go from Nintendo to... Which is the whole point of the Wii U or whatever, of course. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe there'll be a sequel on Wii U that they can then put on all the consoles. Inevitably. Do you think? Then they've got to make a new sort of game on something, and it would presumably it can now be on all of them. <laughs> Don't know which one it will start from. But... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I, how's everything going? I didn't have internet for like nearly a whole week. Oh my goodness! And how did that? Affect it was you? pretty much a whole week, actually. It was a week. What did you do? I guess you just played games. Well, luckily I remembered to switch feed into offline mode before I left, so <laughs> so at least I didn't have to worry about that. Although I probably. Since the last time we ever had to do that, it's probably been updated so it actually works now. <laughs> do you know yet? Well, it did work. Well, so. it, it worked, but I was online when I turned it to offline. I didn't let the let it be offline when I, you know, and then boot it and then have it go, you know, I'm an internet connection or something. Yeah. I'm sure if you do that nowadays, it just switches to online mode automatically. I think it, I think it does now. <laughs> Rather yeah. than love before, where it's like, if you had fought ahead and switched it to offline mode, you are basically fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, it's 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 pretty good now. Steam in general is good now. I mean, they're even they've rolled out that new thing, haven't they? Like Delta patches and stuff, mm. and uh, uh, sorry, Delta updates, whatever. All that kind That's of cool good stuff. Really. And you can update while you're playing other games or something. Can you now or something? Or could you do that before? You could no, do something cool. They, like they've, never, they've never allowed that. You can if you can get out. If you can alt tab out the game, and just push the start button again. On games that they, as far as I can tell, on games that don't really use internet connection, 
Yeah. It's like anything that's more more or less offline, like Civilization or something, you could just alt tab out and then restart your downloads I, and then alt tab back into the game. I mean, they could learn something from how Xbox does it. because <laughs> Xbox doesn't even do it very well. No, it pauses it, it all the time when, whenever you go into anything. No, that is, the, that is the problem. A lot of games are sort of don't get that system right, where they just, for some reason, want to access the internet. Even if you're not going to use any multiplayer or online services, they'll go, I'm accessing the internet, bitches, and that'll turn off your downloads. And it's like, no, yeah. no, oh, why are you doing that? Oh. Yeah, that is annoying. But it, I think they have added it all to Steam, so if you... Yeah, maybe it's part of the Steamworks or something, so if a game yeah, is marked new, as new being, stuff. you know, I'm, I'm compatible with this part of Steam, then it will allow sort of background downloads. Yeah, presumably all the Valve games will do that, so if you're sitting there mm-hmm. playing Half-Life or something, it's not going to stop you downloading your latest Team Fortress updates. Yeah. I don't know. Should we talk about Team Fortress then, seeing as we've just conveniently linked to it? Is sure, there really that much to talk about? Well, the Ray Guns. Who cares about those things? They're shitty. Have you used but them? one of them's called the Cow Mangler. <laughs> totally <laughs> randomly, because it has nothing to do with cows. I don't <laughs> understand where these things are like from. I understand they're from the Weta Workshop. Mm. But well, as far as I can understand, uh, as far as I understand, there is the universe. It's just they make pretty looking ray no, guns. It is, it is from something with a weird name. It's Doctor like, God. No, that's just apparently that's just their that's just their fake ray gun creating company that their company creates ray guns. And they just oh. make ray guns for fun. Yeah, they just uh, make fancy looking ray guns. Awesome. That's <laughs> kind of cool. So that, this, it's like, this isn't even advertising anything apart or... from ray guns yeah. that you can buy for like $90 or something in yeah, real life. At least it means we're getting professionally designed weapons rather than community designed weapons for once. Except they're still shitty. Yeah, they are still quite shitty. <laughs> the design of the weapons look great. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But that's because they just basically scanned the actual real thing. <laughs> Yeah, the weapon models look look do look great, but as a weapon in the game, quite irritating. What do they? More how do they work? Irritating. Well, for a start, they're, they're, they're basically like the cow mangler is basically a rocket launcher, oh. um, but without a projectile that you can see. No, it has a projectile. The projectile travels along really slowly, yeah, but you don't and sh- you can reflect it. It's a literal yeah, projectile, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but it doesn't render the projectile, does it? Is you just get the well, massive, you just get the end of the you get laser. the massive you get the massive laser trail. Oh, I see, which Not- is entirely irritating because it's enormous and just covers the the view of the. It basically blocks the battlefield from what you can see, right. which is really so the really entire irritating. sort of rocket trail is is it's, bright, is, is insane. Red or something. Yeah, it's far yeah. too big. And far too glowy. But it had to be, um, really, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to see it at all. <laughs> well, no, we could, they could have done it a bit like a railgun. Yeah, well, but then that would be... Then it wouldn't be a projectile. You know, like a, like a, a blue... Like a, weapon, well, yeah. no, but you could have a bloomy, smaller moving particle, perhaps, rather than... The, and just make the explosion large and zappy. Yeah, maybe. It's like... It, it basically just... It's too, it's too blinding. It doesn't need all like the little it. rings coming off it, is what you're saying, basically. If well, it was well, just the sort been... of middle glowing section instead of all the... Well, no, I think it would have been fine with, like, <laughs> a like a um, uh, a ring trail, kind of a bit like how... Or, you know, when, how when... The spirals of the railgun. the railgun spiral, all the... Yeah, the railgun spiral would be really cool, actually. I don't get why yeah. they took that spiral out of Quake 3. Yeah, it was neat. It was so cool. make any sense. It was awesome. Also, it would really work in Quake Free because it was like a, it was like just a glowing line, yeah. And if you had, a, it wouldn't really distinguish itself. Whereas in Quake was, Two, it's like the spiral was like weird particles around a blue beam line. particles. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the other thing is, is that the the, the the movement of the ray gun needs to make noise, and the firing of it needs to make more noise because it's way too quiet. Compared to the explosion, compared which to is the explosion, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just you can't hear it coming, and then all of a sudden it's like. 
I suppose for a beam of light, maybe you shouldn't. But, you know, it just seems weird. But when do you ever really hear rockets coming in such a way that you'd actually care to notice? But you know what I mean? It, the, the rockets sound fine, don't they? But for some reason, the ray... There's, there's, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's something about the rays that are way too quiet for me, and you just can't hear them going on. Even I don't even think the explosion is very loud that they make, except for when they the use charge the charge. Out charge. Yeah, is a bit ridiculous. So how do you charge them? You just hold down. Yeah, presumably just right click. All right, to charge. And then... It doesn't. I think as far as I can tell, I haven't actually got it, so I don't know. But as far as I can tell you, it's just you click, and then that you just you've just committed to firing a charge shot like in three seconds. Oh, I see. It's not like you can hold it. It's like a delayed. Yeah. That's kind of. Yeah. That's a bit. Oh, of a I pain. see. That's so you can't so you can't hold it charged like the bow and something. No, I don't think so. Right. That's probably fair enough, to be honest, because that will stop you from just charging up before you enter a fight and then unleashing this uber shot. Yeah, that's what everyone does. <laughs> yeah, no, but you've got to still... There's a bit of skill to it. And since, there's no, since it doesn't have ammo, you don't have to worry about using up all your ammo on your charge shots. You just, every time you're not in a current fight and you're about to go around the corner, charge up a charge shot and just fire it around the corner because there might be someone there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like in Unreal Tournament when you charged, you know, you put loaded multiple rockets, but then it would just fire them off. You yeah. didn't hold them for very long. Yeah. So you ended up just running around looking for rocket ammo because you were constantly <laughs> loading them up because it was so powerful if you managed to hit someone with three. Mm. Yeah. Or six in the, in the old... In oh, the, in the old, old one. one yeah. Yeah. So what's the other gun? Like um, a weird ray laser, pistol. Ray pistol. What was it? The bison... Yeah. Something. Something. Bison Raging bison. bison. All right, okay. <laughs> something. something like that. But it's a ray gun pistol. But basically, when the, the court, I, I kind of like it, but it's a bit cheap at the same time that when you kill people, they have a new... Animation for dying, which is basically Half Life's vaporization vaporization effect. Oh yeah, they just change all the particles to be red or blue, (laughs) and it doesn't look too bad actually. That affects. But of course, it's still really annoying for the classic like bodies that look like they might still be alive because they they sort of just float standing up. Yeah, well, they're slowly moving and they're sparking. Not all, they're, just, it not depends really... like which direction they get hit from because of course you know the direction they float depends on where the explosion was relative to them or whatever. So sometimes they can be like flying into the air, but sometimes they can be almost traveling very slowly along the floor in precisely the same pose they are in, which can be classic. It's the same as like all when they introduced all the backstab and headshot animations, where it's like. There's a split second where it's like, they might still be alive while they're doing this animation. And it's visually confusing. I don't know, I don't have a problem with that so far. Yeah. yeah. Also, well, also, I mean, giant floating vaporizing body is another thing to obscure your view. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so is that all the TF2 news that's fit to print? <laughs> Pretty much. Cool. Um, okay. There was, a, was there a new map or something? No. I oh, know, that was part of the Uber update, wasn't it? Yeah, so I get confused. I hadn't seen one of the Payload Race levels before when we played recently. <laughs> yeah, but you hadn't, seen, you hadn't seen that. It was from the update before, I think. You hadn't seen that Payload Race and Lakeside, the no, Egyptian I seen one. Those, no, And I think there was another one as well, but I can't. The, the Egyptian theme is underused. I mean, it's not no as interesting as the others, but it's, you know, it, it is possibly the worst of the themes, but it's nice to occasionally see it just to mix up the look. If you know what I mean. I don't yeah. like that level, though. <laughs> no, I didn't. Think <laughs> yeah, that. That's the problem with the Egypt theme. Both the levels, like Egypt and Lakeside, are both terrible. <laughs> They're not great. Well, no, what was the other one? Was, was Egypt the one with the super crazy tower bit as well? The super high yeah. vertical stage? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't like that one. It was sometimes okay, but it depended on what the teams were like. 
Like, probably, that level will probably be better now, now that they've introduced things like the gunboats. The gunboats were in when Egypt was in. I think they were, yeah. yeah. Weren't they? I think there was a period when they weren't. Oh, right. Well, not a very long period, I suspect. Because I think the Soldier and Demo update came a bit, quite a bit after Egypt came out. Yeah. And that, and that was the only time but no one likes those on anyway their, and that was the only time people put them on their playlists was when they first came out so then the actual stuff came out that might make it useful to get around those levels like the gunboats and then it's like yeah but no one likes the gunboats because it ruins your shotgun I use the gunboats it's because you don't use a shotgun <laughs> exactly <laughs> which means you're bad at soldier <laughs> I'm not bad at soldier the best soldiers are the best rocket jumpers aren't they I thought in competitive play yeah, but you have to rocket jump and then use your shotgun because you run out of rockets because you fired all the rocket jumping. That's true. Just leave your kind of defence necessarily. I suppose if you've used up your rockets and you can't, you have got no secondary weapon. Yeah. Yeah. But at least if you're slightly dead, you can run around with the ridiculous uh, <laughs> yes, equaliser. <laughs> and insane speed. <laughs> oh, that's genius. So yes, TF2. Our news section that you seem to think is necessary. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, you did, didn't you? Last week. I said it was necessary it. when there's news. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was barely news. That's news. What else have we got in that the news? That was also quite old news. It wasn't really much news, is it? Because it's summer low time. Yeah. Well, the one I uh, was going to mention was the 3DS price drop. Oh, yeah. No, that is pretty How significant, actually. I'd forgotten about yeah. that. So, uh, is it happening in this country? Because they, yeah. I've only heard about the dollar decrease. Yeah. They yeah. haven't said the the price, but it's going to be down by like a third, supposedly, mm. from what it is now. So um, it's interesting. Uh, I've, I have, I've been reading a few articles on this, and I do kind of agree with all the criticism the 3DS has had. Is that it's it for all intents and purposes the main <laughs> argument? <laughs> you here said is, that again, man. I think. I think that's wrong. Is it for all intents and purposes? It's not. It's not intensive. Sorry to be a. A um, uh, grammar Nazi or whatever it is, but it's intense uh, and and purposes. I T E N T S. All intense space. and pur- no, it's intensive. That's uh, not that's intensive. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Intent and but I know, that, but that intense. makes even less sense. I know. <laughs> no, it's like it's it's like you're saying for all their intent and their purpose of doing the thing. But that's not what I mean by it. <laughs> well, you should use a different that. phrase then. Because <laughs> that's what it actually means. Yeah. It's for everything they intended, and then the thing they produced. <laughs> anyway, carry on. It's a dumb phrase. Anyway. I swear that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Intensive purposes. <laughs> like a damp squid. <laughs> it's a, um, <laughs> they call them egg corns on, um, on Adam and Joe. <laughs> egg corns? Yeah, I can't remember... What the egg corn comes from? It's like acorn, <laughs> wouldn't it? Because they thought acorns were called egg corns because they look like eggs oh. and they come from a tree. So, <laughs> and it's like the pot will call the kettle back. What? <laughs> that's, <laughs> like loads of that's, that's probably retarded. Though. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> intensive purposes. I'm going to sulk now. I've no, no, my, no. I've forgotten my original point anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about the 3DS. What they intended. Or yeah. what they intensed. 
<laughs> you really is going to suck. Well, yeah. What do you think about the 3DS price drop? Well, I think it means maybe I could actually play one if they're there gonna, was a game. They're going to start making out. a loss on the on the hardware though now. Well, that means they, is, that means they just have more incentives to actually make games for it. That is true because <laughs> they haven't made a loss on hardware in years. Nintendo It's perfectly normal for other other manufacturers, but obviously the Wii didn't make a loss on hardware at all, since the launch. No, presumably they had the same plan with 3DS and they've realised that it's not working. The 3DS is just an epic marketing fail because everything in the conferences everything in the wind up to it has been with the exception perhaps of street pass and all that crazy shit has been hey look actual games that have very little to do with being an old person trying to stretch your brain or dressing up dolls for a virtual fashion show and all that kind of casual shit we've had to put up with with, for years on ds it's like hey look we do games now. <laughs> We're back, bitches. We're back. And yet, their ad campaign has been, hey, look, it's it's a DS. Yeah. Which has kind of got the... The, the only ads I've seen for it have been freaking dogs again, so... Well, exactly. They, they've hit, <laughs> they are still they, advertising They've targeted side. precisely the wrong market. There's an old... Um, in the, the articles I've read, they bring up the good point that the 3DS doesn't distinguish itself too much from the long line of DS no. before. I've noticed they it's... had a TV advert last week which said very clearly, it's not DS, it's 3DS. Yeah. Which is interesting, because we, we speculated that this was going to happen. Yeah, the problem is, is that Joe Bloggs doesn't understand that it's actually brand new hardware and that it's not just one of the previous DSs. Yeah. Because, you know, DS, DS Lite, DSi, DSi XL, they're exactly. all essentially the same thing underneath. They were. And so when 3DS comes out, that's currently they're just saying, oh, well, it's just a DS and it's 3D, you know? It's like, I've already got a DS, I don't need this. Completely different console. Yeah, exactly. So, fail. Yeah. And the only game that's sold really well is, surprise, surprise, Ocarina of Time, which is a fantastic game, but for God's sake. Well, you say it's sold well, even by that standards, it's not yeah. It's not crazy shelf flyer. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not, it's it's not doing... It's waiting for the cost of the console to come down. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe this will work out for them. This is probably, I heard that um, Iwata took a 50% pay cut. Really? Yeah, and various other people in the company were taking pay cuts too, 30%, 20%. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They earn too much anyway, inevitably. So. He earned like two million a year. So. <laughs> but he was exactly. the CEO of Nintendo. I mean, that's like le- it's a big company. I mean, that's less than a lot of football, isn't it? And even so, that's that's quite a. Well, I suppose in Japan, maybe that's honourable business for you. Yeah, if things go badly, we'll take the brunt of it. They do and do it's that. Like, Oh man! If, if only bankers were Japanese. I know. If, let's, a... let's let's turn all of our banks Japanese. There was a, a Japanese CEO of Japan Airlines, JAL, mm. and uh, he took a massive pay cut uh, uh, instead of his, you know, staff or whatever. And he he um, eats at a company canteen and he takes a bus to work. <laughs> He's the CEO. Of I, I, major international to, I, I feel like applauding. Though, yeah, you know, no. that's, uh... you shouldn't applaud it. It should just that should just be the standard. Yeah. I know it's stupid, ridiculous, but it's paychecks. It's worse in America. Well, no, I, than I, it is I, here. I, I don't mind if the company's doing well. If the company's yeah. doing well and everything's in in the goods, then well, I, I don't they, mind they, them they getting paid more. They probably ridiculously a lot more, like two million a year or something. That's insane. That's way too much, regardless of how well the company's doing. What's freaking Nintendo? I'm not sure how. You, yeah, they're kind of that's capitalism. Man. If you can yeah. spend two million quid a year, then. You're spending too goddamn much. <laughs> Buy some cheaper shit, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's not all about that necessarily. You can give it to charity. Well, think about it. It, it. That would only they give you, that would only give you four of the best of the best supercars a year. <laughs> I know. And what you exactly, your entire you salary like, gone? I mean, you, you, you might not see, like them all. You might just want to change every three months. You have know? you seen Jack Leno's collection of cars? I mean, he has freaking tons of them. Well, you know, they'd probably give them to kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> Donate your supercars. <laughs> Orphans. <laughs> he does that. That chat show has. No, I know he does. He just keeps them in a massive museum thing of his own creation. But at least it's like a museum. I think you can. At least he's it. trying to like preserve. It's not just like they're all in a warehouse somewhere. I bet, I bet he charges money for people to go and see that stuff. Probably. Why well, not? Mm. Well, he's making, <laughs> making it back. I guess that. It, the, but then that's making sort of, it back out of his two million. But, <laughs> yeah, but that that sort of flips it round to becoming a business again. Yeah, that, he's like he's like a made a miniature business on the side of his actual business of being a talk show host. Well, maybe that's what people do when they have lots and lots of money, like Bill Gates and stuff. Although he gives all his money to charity, doesn't he? But uh, he works full time on giving away all his money. He's like, how can I get rid so of it? Like, why do you just not? <laughs> That should that you shouldn't have to give the money away. You should just like renegotiate your pay contract or something to say this is. Where's the, bit the that... money going to go? Shareholders, no, just have it written That's into your contract worse. so that it automatically goes to charity. So you don't have to have it and then give it away. But I mean, a lot of it sort of does because a lot of it goes to t- of corporate, you know, profits go to taxes and taxes get, go to aid and things and also improving the country. Well, yeah, it. think of it this way. If he was <laughs> earning two million a year in this country, he'd be giving 800 grand yeah. a year straight to the government. I don't know what they, the taxes like in Japan, but it's probably quite, it's not it's well, tougher than in America too, anyway. <laughs> anyway. So he yes. be giving that money in tax. But anyway, you know. Economics, but the 3DS... Fair, fair play to you for cutting yeah, your salary. That's, I, that's, that's respectful. I, I'm impressed. Uh, so, uh, and I still don't know if I'm going to buy one. I'm still thinking no, of PS4, but we'll see. <laughs> as soon as Advance Wars comes out. At least they're taking the right step. <laughs> that's all I care about. Because if they were like really bullish and didn't change it, then they could, you know, mm. drive themselves into the ground after all that success. And they're obviously thinking, no, let's let's sort this out. Well, it won't matter from very, really. I mean... They, obviously, they want new sales, but inevitably they'll be selling them anyway. When people who have the old DSs and don't know, they those will break, and then they'll go to store and buy one. And we are like, "Whoops, I'm upgraded to a 3DS." <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's how laptops work. I think, isn't it? I, I'm pretty sure that laptops are designed to fail faster than, than desktops, and that's why. They <laughs> that's why they only sell laptops. They're now. designed to fail, but. They're definitely more likely to fail. Well, yeah, but that's because they're crammed into a stupid... Yeah, it's more to do... With, it's not because they're designed to fail. It's but they might be the design in itself isn't, isn't quite so rigid. They can't build the parts as large as they possibly can be in, in order just to... Because you've got all that space in a PC case. But I... Yeah. But that's that's, I mean, that's true. why the original Xbox has failed, isn't it? Because there's too much in there and there's no airflow. Yeah. <laughs> the Xbox was huge. Yeah. They had the space, they just didn't put the appropriate things in there, like fans <laughs> and grills. Really, if you think about it, the hardware in the 360s is now getting on a bit. Yeah. You know, like five years old or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, at the time, that was probably more powerful than most people's PCs. It was, And yeah. you put it in a case that's about a third of the size. That's and it's true. like, given that, that's, that there's yeah, and they have and airflow is always going to be a problem when you're that far ahead. Yeah. Hence why the PS3 was massive. Yeah. <laughs> well, even though it's, I say it's massive, we always thought it was bigger than the freezer, and it is bigger, but it's not actually that much bigger. That much looking bigger. at it here, yeah. but it has big old vents everywhere. 
It's like that whole that whole lip at the front of the George Foreman grill is designed <laughs> to is purely there as an air intake. Hence why you can see all the dust hanging off the bottom of it because it's sucked all the dust in and stuck to the filter. But <laughs> FYI, listeners, we are looking straight at an old model PS3. <laughs> but that's why it was designed like that because they 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 had heat issues as well. But they made sure they had decent airflow design. Yeah, it's true. And then they made the PS3 Slim have the power supply inside it. Lol. Yeah. Heat. <laughs> yeah, but there's no problem with that. Console, power supply's outside in a Slim. No. Because it's inside in the No, I heard it's inside in the Slim as well. Unless that's just the American version. Mm. They usually put it outside. Yeah, apparently... apparently, I'm sure I heard that, like, they were quite surprised. I think it was the podcast again. I think they they said they were quite surprised to see that it wasn't outside. It's like they've made it smaller, but they've still managed to somehow put the power supply in there. Yeah, because obviously the 360 power supply is fucking brick. I don't... Why is that so big? Uh, I don't really care. I know, but even five years ago, why is it so big? It's enormous. I don't know. It's quite funny. Has it had, does it have a fan? No. <laughs> what, in the brick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it PCs doesn't. do, don't they? Yeah. They, they have massive fans. Yeah, but not in an external brick. Mm. Yeah. I suppose you could technically not have your PC pass like, attached to your PC case and just have it somewhere else with some cables. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new power supply for my PC. Why? Because, for future upgrade purposes, and also oh, I because uh, I got a load of quiet components from my computer, oh, and then I had a quiet power supply, but it was, it, it, whenever I fired up Crisis, the whole computer would turn off. Oh man, I so, so, <laughs> I so thought you said you, you had a silent pie supply. <laughs> I had a silent supply of pies directly into my room. <laughs> you just tap the button and it silently walks down. <laughs> <laughs> you, turn on your, you, look, you look around the case of your computer and there's just a spinning cherry pie where the bed is me. Pie the bed. <laughs> I didn't realise that my computer's power supply... I forgot that my computer's power supply is at the bottom of the case yeah. in like the modern style. But yeah. I didn't know that it had a vent on the bottom. So when I moved into this new temporary house, yeah. I realised that I couldn't fit it on carpet. Because it's like... Oh, <laughs> yeah, because that sticks out. Oh, yeah. Does your system have feet? It does, but not big enough to accommodate the ridiculous depth of carpet in this room. Jeez. So I had to put it on like a tray. To my shag. There wasn't enough room on the desk, because I didn't have my desk. I think Wait, way too much shag. Do we fish? We're fast and many fish. So, yes. Wait, way too much shag. I, I kind of, I, I understand the whole power supply at the bottom of the case thing. It is, that is a lot easier. I got mine at the top of it. I'll start. Why is it easier? I don't know, because when it's at the top and you have to change it, you've got all the the cables from the top of the motherboard for like the... That's true. You've got it's the RAM, strange. you've got the heat sinks, you've got the thingies, you've got the CD drivers normally up there as well. So there is cables fucking everywhere at the top of that. So if you need to replace your power supply, often you have to take out most of the rest of the cables to actually get to it. Yeah. Well, I had to replace all the cables anyway. I I probably can't get to mine in my system without taking the heatsink and stuff and the fan um, arrangement off the motherboard. Oh, that would be a pain. Mm. I tried to clean my motherboard's ridiculous ridiculous heatsink, which is a ludicrous piece of metal. It's just like copper tubes and mini grills. It's like like huge. Sorry, you can't see that. They're about to make it even worse. Oh, yeah. The, the the latest plan for heat sinks on processors is to make them spin. Oh, so they have a spinning fan on top of a spinning heat sink. 
But it was really dumb. I was like, oh, I can take while I while my PC is off and cold. Maybe I'll take this out and clean it because I could see like you know down the edges of the fender. I was like, oh, it looks a bit dodgy in there. So I was like, and then I was like, so then I started undoing. Uh, it's like and because it's like it's. Have you taken one off before? Not one this big. Okay. <laughs> I've taken off smaller ones and like with levers and things to yeah. lift them off the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was so it's it's like six inches tall or something. My <laughs> vertically off the mine would actually one. hit in, fit in my case. It only just fits. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. So, so you have to like reach all the way down next to this thing to reach the screws. Yeah. The other screw next to it, and then it lifts off. But what I didn't realize is that the screws have a spacer in the middle. But it's like, it screws in at the top, but it also screws in from underneath yeah, yeah, onto yeah. this spacer. Yeah, and when I undid right. one of them, it, I undid the spacer rather than the top screw. And yeah. then the bottom screw fell out off the, bottom, the back of the motherboard. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But then luckily, of course, I can just take the back panel off. So I could reach that. I didn't lose it or oh, anything. Oh, well, you can take off the back panel with yours. Yeah. And it just exposes the back of the motherboard. Oh, that's way cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Most cases have that nowadays. Oh. It's, all, it's all moved on since my... But that was a pain. Just make sure you protect your back panel. Good advice. Especially in bullet storm. You left your back panel open to attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So my other piece of news, not that, no, it's not news, but I, one word that I thought was interesting. A single word. <laughs> yeah. And that word this is... Disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yeah. That word is battle log. Ah, for Battlefield 3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well. It's like autolog. It's like autolog for... Um, Need for Speed, except for Battlefield. Not that interesting. So you have all well, your stats on. You already had all your stats. They were just on a web page. Yeah, but well, actually, you still did have them in the game, really. Well, yeah, I suppose it's just another tie-in marketing-wise because you know when it, it's it's hard for me to get totally excited by it because it's like when you think about it, it's like well, Halo did that since Halo Two. <laughs> yeah, it is Bungie.net, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, presumably, it will have some new features. Have a wall and stuff. <laughs> Presumably, some way of informing you what your friends are doing. But that's yeah. it's, isn't it weird to be a bit? How can in in autolog it makes a bit of sense? So it's like, oh, your friend has bit beaten your time, time on this yeah. on this particular track. Why don't you go get your crown back? How's that going to work in Battlefield? It's like, like score per map. Yeah, <laughs> kills the death this, ratio for that. <laughs> this dude has more headshots than you. Yeah, that's because he plays it more. You bastard. <laughs> Like, well, you should play it more too. It's going to be really irritating, isn't it? It's going to be like, well, you should play this more. <laughs> it's like you start I'm sure it won't have virtually any of that. I'm sure it'll just be stats tracking. I mean, there's not like the 2142 stats tracking web- website outside of the game wasn't. You know, that was pretty detailed, relatively speaking. It had all graphs and you could look at each individual weapon and all the ridiculous stats for them. So, really, this isn't anything new at all. It's just like. It's just more in game. Right, but it is built available in. in web pages. Oh, yeah, I'm sure as well. Uh, but it's all built into, I think. But I did like the look of the Battlefield Three menu. Right, it's right. nice and fairly clean. In a bit, in a bit of other news, I'm 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 not completely mental by saying all intensive purposes. It is a miss saying, okay. but it's quite a common one. I'm not saying it's not common. <laughs> I'm just saying that's <laughs> wrong. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> actually excuse it. Well, no, it's 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 technically wrong but in the same way that you know it's it's kind of made its way into the language now yeah. it means the same thing except i don't think it does no for, I don't for all intent and purpose for me is uh you know uh, for, for everything that they tried to do it hasn't worked kind of sort of statement that they were trying to, but for all intensive 
purposes means like despite well it's, it's kind of like uh, I hear this <laughs> I, I, I kind of use it like uh, uh, like well, it's hard to define really it's more it's more like dep- based on what I just said there's a sort of like uh, a, a different aside that's sort of related you know it's, it's, it's like a, a partial relationship <laughs> to what I was just talking about what <laughs> What would that be on a UML diagram? Associative. <laughs> What's the relationship? Be a dotted line. Dotted line. Sort of Yeah. Uh, what have you been playing? Oh, uh, oh, I, uh, one other thing I should probably mention about Battlefield Three before we oh, actually yeah. just move off that. Sure. Uh, I watched like basically a video of an actual game. And it was basically a sped up. He started from starting the game. game. Yeah, oh, he started game. from starting the game where it was sped up at this point. But he showed like all the menu, cool. and it was like, oh look, that's actually pretty nice. And you know, it looks quite quite a nice menu system rather oh, than like the variety of shittiness that they've had before. <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't really show the server browser, unfortunately. So we oh, can't, damn it. can't determine anything about that. It's the only yet. thing I care about, really. <laughs> I don't care about the game being good. I just want the server browser to let me into a fucking game yeah. once in a while. But then he went into a game and he played the game for a while and it all looked good and stuff. Yeah, but then, of course. <laughs> Uh, the thing that I've heard that, that's sort of maybe more important is the alpha, the closed alphas invites have started being sent out to people who have subscribed to the Battlefield newsletter. Oh. Quick, go subscribe! You're probably too late, but do it anyway! Have you subscribed? Yeah, but I haven't got an invite. Like, one guy on IRC was like, holy shit, I got invited to the alpha! And everyone was like, you bastards! <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. <laughs> so yeah, alphas are underway. And I think it's really dumb how they're calling it alpha, and then the beta supposedly is that what they're calling beta starts in like September, yeah. and then the game comes out in October. That's not a beta; that's a demo. Yeah, it's not like you're still working on the game for that last month. That's, that's like when the discs are being made. Well, no, but they're in Patchland, presumably. Yeah, but they shouldn't be. <laughs> Finish a goddamn game before you release it. Apart from they can't this time because they have to release it ahead of Modern Warfare or whatever. They don't have a choice. Mm, I suppose that's true. <laughs> I, I hope they're ready, though. Well, I mean, considering how how well it seems to be playing in alpha in terms of a game, is, are, are, there, are all the releases happening at the same time? Then, even across console, I don't know. I don't think they've said because I wouldn't be surprised if they split out the PC version because the PC version is going to be that bit different. Yeah, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't put the PC version later than the console ones. Well, no, but they might because the PC version doesn't have the competition for Modern Warfare that the yeah, but the PC do. version is the main version. No, that, but that doesn't. But the, 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 the Codemasters took the, that approach of dirt. The PC the version has always been their baby, but they delay it because they can make it better than the console versions. So they made the console versions of Dirt and Dirt Two first, and then the Dirt, and then the PC version comes out, and it's better. We'll have to see what happens with that. It better not come out any later, because <laughs> God damn it, October. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Let's put it that way. And nor do I care actually, because if they've put in their put the the extra time in, it's probably going to be better for it. It'd be worth so it. Yeah. But the other important thing about Battlefield Three is maybe this time they'll get a patching system that works slightly better. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> One that doesn't take like five goddamn hours every time. Oh, is it going to use this EA or- Origin? Origin, yeah. Thing. Oh right. 
As long as they don't have unloading, I'm happy. I was thinking about I need to probably go and uninstall the EA downloader so I can install... install. Although, presumably, if I run the EA downloader, it will just go, you need to update, and then it will mysteriously become Origin. Maybe. Probably more reliable to uninstall it to make sure it all goes. (laughs) Maybe. I'm a bit confused as to how that will work, because some old games like Spore, for instance, rely on EADM to exist. Well, I'm I'm sure it will appear the same to those games. Like, whatever information it's shuttling over to them. Maybe. Hmm. So, so will anyway. you be able to get Battlefield 3 on Steam then? No. Not at the moment, it doesn't appear. Right. It appears it to be origin appeared, only. Though, hasn't it? You could pre-order it, couldn't you? No. No. Only store pre-orders at the moment. Oh, uh, okay. So I'll just and be on. Well, we talked about this before, didn't we? Whether EA might pull out of Steam. Well, because, because I saw another news story about what kind one of, of their other games. On? I think it might be Assassin's Creed 2 has like disappeared off Steam. But the EA are saying that's Valve's fault for some reason. They keep saying that. They they seem to be gradually disappearing because Valve are taking them off, but it's because EA are sort of, you know, doing something against... Putting them on their own score. Yeah, doing something against the terms of service or something. It's not that they're putting them on their own store because Valve don't have a policy that says you can't sell these games on other other ways. No, nor should they. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but it's other things like, I don't know. It's like, what could they have possibly done to Assassin's Creed? Well, no, but that, but that was the thing. Know. It was conveniently timed with a DLC release or a patch update or something. But that was why it got pulled. Or that you know, there was another story of that recently where you know, maybe it was Brotherhood or something like that, where something came out for it and you couldn't get hold of it, um, and then Steam pulled the game. <laughs> and it's like all at the same time. It's like, okay, what 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 just happened? Maybe their patch routine is, is, as you say, against how Steam works for some reason, so they can't do it. So it's like, well, we're going to have to take it out and you'll have to patch it yourself. I can't believe that there'd be some, how, how you'd submit a patch through Steam would somehow be, I mean, how could you possibly make something there that, that isn't acceptable by Steam and then have them say as a response to like, not say, like, take this patch back and do it again, but remove the whole game. <laughs> like, that seems like an overreaction if that is the case. Well, unless they had a fight with EA and it was like, look, you can't do this. We're going to have to take the game off if we can't patch it through our system. Yeah, but the way that EA have been say- saying things in these stories seem- doesn't seem like they know what's going on. It's like, oh, Valve took our game down. What are they doing? <laughs> so, fuck only knows, really. Unless it was a bug. That would be a pretty severe bug. <laughs> If your patch causes the game to vanish from Steam. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. 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 So that's new. Sort of. <laughs> that's sort of olds. 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 Some of them are pretty olds at this point. It has been three weeks. <laughs> so do you want to go with what you've been playing? That's yes. <laughs> what he just wants to go. right now. Okay then, Zach, what have you been playing? Well, in my week of offline internets, yeah, I conveniently had something to do after I switched it into offline mode because, as I mentioned in the previous cast, the podcast, yeah, Rob purchased for me Just Cause Two, Ooh, yeah, and I hadn't played it at that point, and then it was like, well, I guess this game doesn't have any online components. I guess I can play it while I'm in offline mode. Woo. So I played a lot of that, and it's ridiculous. How <laughs> <laughs> so? Oh man, it's so totally ridiculous. It's like everything about the... It almost... At the start, you always think it might be serious. Okay. 
And within the, <laughs> within the first cutscene, it's already totally lost any concept of seriousness because you're like you're flying in a helicopter and it starts getting shot by flak. And then the guy who's sitting next to you in the in of course the side door is open. Of course, <laughs> of course, because you're in a helicopter. <laughs> but, like the guy gets shot, and then you're you. The, well, okay, you get start getting shot at. You and this guy, you you get on like the mountain machine gun, and he starts shooting you with his like M1 or whatever. And he gets shot after like five seconds and falls out. And it's like, oh no, he's got your stuff. And then you, <laughs> your guy, your he's Rico. He's he's been firing this machine gun for like literally two seconds. And he says, "Well, I guess I'm running out of ammo anyway," and jumps the fuck out of the fight out of the helicopter. <laughs> As you do. And while he's falling away, he's already fallen like 20 feet or something. He just very casually says while he's falling through the sky, don't wait up. In like a perfectly normal voice. <laughs> <laughs> while, he's while, he's, while he's skydiving out of the helicopter. That's, that's kind of a classic thing, isn't it? They don't seem... Game yeah, but scenes never take into account that the helicopter itself is really incredibly loud. Yeah. And the airflow and everything. And he's already miles away from the other person he's talking to. So then you skydive out of this helicopter, grab this guy in midair, get your shit, get your whatever the fight was, PDA I think it is, your like map, <laughs> basically. Of course, your map screen is in your PDA. You get it, and then you parachute down, and then you go into this place, and then you get, you start using your ridiculous grappling hook. And that's the crux of the game, is the insanity of the grappling hook. Grapple everything, motherfuckers! <laughs> First thing you do is like, well, first thing you do is grapple onto a wall to climb up, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then you grapple an enemy to pull him off a wall so he falls to his death. Right. Naturally. Then you, like, come up and there's, like, two enemies shooting at you. And it's like, oh no, what am I going to do? How about you grapple these explosive barrels to make them fall off onto the enemy? <laughs> so you've already got the ridiculousness of the grapple going on. Wow. And then the grappling becomes even more insane with, like, grappling onto vehicles and What's grappling the stuff it, together. Yeah, grappling things to each other. How oh, can you? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing you showed me, actually. Just like, it was like, oh, there's a statue I need to pull down. So you just grapple it to the back of your car and drive off carrying this statue down the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's awesome. That is awesome. Unfortunately, as I discovered, it don't, don't, you have to be aware of how heavy the vehicle you're using is. Because I tried to pull down a statue with, like, a dune buggy. And I was like, <laughs> boing! <laughs> it just twanged the dune buggy into the air. It was like, oh, apparently this dune buggy is not very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, so the physics is a bit nuts. And bas- well, when I say the physics is a bit nuts, there's, there is basically a. <laughs> it's like things fall down and, you know, rubble and. Not really destroying buildings as such. It's not, not, not an environmental. Faction. Yeah, it's no red faction or anything. Statues break into parts and you can drag the head along the road if it's attached to your vehicle or whatever. But the physics of the grappling hook is totally insane. Where you can just, when, when it's like you fire your grappling hook, and it goes about 20 feet or something, I don't know, some distance. Yeah. You fire your grappling hook, it attaches, and then you zoom along the line, and there's basically no gravitational effect on you while you're attached. Oh, right, yeah. So you just travel in a straight line, like, zoop! <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Which is totally awesome. And then the gravity re, re- um, has effect the moment you undetach. Yeah, and you start I guess. And, then, and so the main. After the ridiculous from that first mission where you're grappling around and like, and you have basically your main, apart from the grappling hook, you also have a parachute so you can glide. Yeah. And then you can like, <laughs> you can do the ridiculous gravel gliding yeah, where, yeah. where you're hanging on a parachute, you can fire the grappling hook at something and then reel the grappling hook in to make you speed up your parachute glide. So you can travel for an infinite distance on your parachute, <laughs> which is basically awesome. 
Do, are you so close to the ground that you could crash at any moment, though, when you're doing that? Sort of. It depends what you're, how you know the area you're grappling through. It's like if you're grappling onto the floor, it's okay. You can stay quite high. But then if you've also got, you can grapple onto trees, so you can stay a bit higher up. Right. Also, you can parachute through trees pretty easily. As Ron mentioned, it's like man, yeah. that would fuck your parachute up real good. <laughs> You'd be probably mess up half the things you can do on that game. But then after the ridiculousness of that first mission, you transition straight into the second mission, mm. and then that teaches you about the ridiculousness of stunt jumping onto cars. Okay. <laughs> or anything. Stunt jump onto whatever the fuck you want, which is another button. Basically, like, if you're near a vehicle or any any vehicle, including, like, planes and boats, <laughs> you can just press a button and you just jump onto them, and then you stand on top of them, and then you can shoot. <laughs> And then if you're further away, if you're too far away to press tab to do the stunt jump, you can still just grapple onto them and it just does the same thing. So you, you've got the range of the grappling hook to do it as well. And then if, if two cars are close enough together, you can stunt jump between them. <laughs> even when they're travelling along? Yeah, even while they're driving along. Or just grapple onto the next car and transfer between them. And then there's this whole sequence that you play where you're, like, you're, escaping, you're escaping with this guy and he's driving the car and you're just standing on top of his car firing a machine gun at all these other cars. So yeah, insanity. <laughs> just moving between what are essentially moving platforms. Yeah. And shooting guys. Cool. And it gets that, really... that kind of stuff is all scripted, right? Like, like Well you couldn't really have a big epic fight on multiple cars you, unless you sort of can. Provided yeah, no, civilian it cars. Does, it does happen, it's not scripted, isn't it? You start when you when you pull down that statue, you gained heat, which is basically your wanted level. Yeah, of course. All right. the, um all these cars turned up and started chasing and you started a stunt jump fight with them. Yeah. and just started jumping about it's like right get off get out of your cars bitches of course it doesn't really work quite so well when you don't have one car that's the AI controlled car for you to return to because once you start jumping onto like civilian cars or enemy cars you know they start swerving all over and crashing and, <laughs> and they don't they don't just conveniently continue to drive down the road for you yeah <laughs> I guess they wouldn't, would they? Although, strangely, as I discovered with, with when I was trying this with um, with helicopters and airplanes in particular, if you're flying along and then you press the stunt jump button, I don't know, you must like jam the controls or something because the plane or helicopter just continues to fly forwards while you're standing on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Woo! you don't stand also on top of a helicopter. Well, no, you hang under there. <laughs> that might be a bit dangerous. But yeah, you stand on the cockpit of the jet plane as it's still pretty much flying along <laughs> at a level plane for, for as long as you want, really. It does start to drop off gradually, but not very quickly. So yeah, mm. you can just stunt jump from plane to plane if you want to. <laughs> can you really? In, in theory. I, the jets are flying close enough to get It's very rare that I've actually... I have been like flying a helicopter a couple of times and heard like a normal engine uh, propeller plane coming. And I'm like, oh man, I can totally just... If I'm really quick, I maybe I can just stunt jump out of this helicopter onto that plane. <laughs> but I've never actually managed to catch it at the right moment when they've been close enough. Okay, so Zach, the, oh, the important question is, what's the point? Yeah, what is the point? It's really, it's this really, really dumb. It gets more dumb because you, th- you already, <laughs> you already think it's pretty ridiculous at yeah, this point. I you're do. like all this stunt jumping and grapple and the insanity. So basically, the idea of this story is like you're on this tropical Malaysian, Indonesian, something around there, right. island, Asia. And the first game was in like uh, Latin America, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of Caribbean. Something like that. So you're on this island and like. It used to be American friendly, but now the 
leader got assassinated by his son and his son has gone off the radar or whatever. And it's like, oh no, what's going on? We better go and find out. So it's already, like, that's it seems like a very generic story. <laughs> yeah. And you're, so you're going around, basically your mission is to, like, cause chaos by just trashing shit, basically. <laughs> In the name of America? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, it's to, like, lure the government into revealing stuff, I guess. Revealing the leader guy's location and... You you help help criminal gangs take over areas to unlock more. Just because the new chaos. guy doesn't like America, well, you need to get in there and find out what the fuck he's doing. And also, one of your agent friends has gone missing as well, so it's like he might have gone rogue, although he hasn't. You find out pretty quickly. <laughs> okay, so you, it's already pretty ridiculous at this point because it seems like almost a normal story, but just for those of the insanity of me stunt jumping and everything. But then you come to like the Fourth mission, I guess it is. Fourth main mission. Oh, I should mention there's only like seven actual storyline missions. Oh, great. So, 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 by the fourth mission. But the world is enormous. Yeah, the world is fucking huge with a bunch of random towns and stuff, and you're just like, every town can be 100%ed by destroying all the government property in it and finding all the power ups. So, that's like the ludicrous completionist aspect of it. But they like, made like a giant, gigantic open world with all these places. Didn't put any missions in any of them. Well, there are missions, the side questy type stuff. Well, it's not exactly side quests. You do have to. You pretty much have to do some of the missions to cause. You basically have chaos levels, and then once you've made enough chaos, it unlocks the next main storyline mission or more side quests or whatever. Right. But then, by the fourth mission, you go into this secret base because you're trying to rescue one of your friends or you know some agency asset. You have to get a hold of from a torture chamber. <laughs> you you go in there and you're like you 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 destroy all these vents to force them out to evacuate to get evacuate the base so you can hijack them. And yeah. you go to the place where you think they are. And it's like they're not here. And then over the, over the loudspeaker, the the bad guy is like, "I think you've snooped around enough. Now meet your meet your doom at the hands of my trained ninjas." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? What the hell? Ninjas. Ninjas. So what did you do? Grapple all around the place avoiding ninjas. <laughs> grapple some ninjas. No. Let's <laughs> grapple them. Unfortunately, ninjas. those ninjas are really not very difficult. They're basically just they basically just have some machine guns and they stand there and shoot you. But then if you start shooting at them and they, and you don't shoot them enough to stun them, they just teleport in a puff of smoke. Oh, naturally because they're ninjas. That sucks. It's not even as good as the Half Life ninjas. They had submachine. Gun- well, they had. Pistols. They should, they should be dancing <laughs> about throwing shurikens. Yeah, exactly. At least they did acrobatics in Half-Life. <laughs> yeah, so they just poof and disappear. So you fight these ninjas. <laughs> and then and then a nuclear submarine comes up in the, in the ice lake and starts firing cruise missiles at you. So you just fucking jump off the side of this cliff and parachute, naturally. <laughs> and you parachute down onto the vehicle that's got the person you take away and just steal it. Hijack. Yoink. And then you're away and then you get picked up in a helicopter and stuff. So yeah, it gets even more insane. So one man can drive a nuclear sub? No, not you. Oh. It's a government nuclear submarine. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't drive a nuclear submarine. I don't know what the biggest thing you can drive is. I suppose you can drive airliners. <laughs> well, this game is ridiculous. It doesn't actually sound that much more ridiculous than Call of Duty. <laughs> you can well, no. what, happened, what happened in Call of Duty. Although, to be honest, although, I guess I could do spoilers, but... Rob said he wanted to play this, but I'm not sure the storyline is the main... <laughs> No, it just looks mental and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the actual yeah. gameplay. But the, it, well, it's like Red. It's it, um, it has the same sort of pull to me, like when I first saw Red Faction Guerrilla, and that the insanity of that demo. <laughs> it's 
not quite. Well, no. In Red Faction, that demo drew me in, and then the actual game turns out that that demo mission is one of the best bits. Yeah. yeah. Just cause makes it look like the entire game is like that bit. In that they're just the, the entire game is insanity than the best bits of Red Faction. It's insanity, but I wouldn't have necessarily said it was that interesting. Really? You know, it's like you go to a place and then you blow up some things and then you get some heat and then you run away or hide until the heat goes away and then you go and blow up some more things. <laughs> it's like if you're not doing missions, there's no variation to it. Mm. That's what worries me, like, in terms of wanting to play it. Yeah. Like, where's the variety? I mean, the missions can be quite varied, the actual missions, but there aren't all that many of them. I guess that's the main problem. Compared to how many random places there are on the map that yeah. you can go in 100% for the completion aspect, there's not actually very many missions. So are you going for the completion? Well, there's achievements, naturally. <laughs> uh, are, they, are they Steam achievements? Yes. They? Okay, damn. Which was kind of a bugger. I want, my, I want, my, I want them on my G-Pal. Which was kind of a bugger because, as I discovered... I got some of the achievements while I was in in no internet offline mode, and they don't resync when you reconnect. And I was like, "Fuck!" So it's so, bugs. so it's like I missed. I got the achievements for like doing missions four and five while I was in offline mode, and then completed the game when I came back online. So I got like mission six and mission seven achievements, and then I didn't have four and five, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> so now I have to start the game over and play back up to the missions four and five. Hmm. But then there's also... But, no, but given that there's only seven, presumably it doesn't take that long. Well, no. And also there's achievements for like doing it in hardcore difficulty or whatever. And I was playing on them all the first time. Ah, okay. Which made it incredibly easy. <laughs> That's the other thing I should probably mention about the ridiculousness of it is the classic fuck cover. It's like you don't have a cover mechanic in this third-person shooter. You just sort of stand there and shoot guys. In <laughs> you just stand stock still and just... Um, plus you were complaining... Well, sort of complaining that the pistol is the most powerful gun in the game because it's perfectly accurate well, at any range. The trouble is, pretty much. Given PC mouse control, you can just go headshot from miles away. <laughs> well, pretty much all the guns are perfectly accurate on the first shot. So, like SMGs, machine guns, just pick people off from miles away as if you were sniping them. <laughs> Revolvers. Oh, pretty much all of them. So, yeah, that makes it pretty easy to just headshot every single person you meet. <laughs> Which also is pretty funny. Although, I mean, there's no cover mechanics, but using the grapple is maybe a bit powerful in terms of... You can do... On the rare occasion, there are sort of... Not chest-high walls, because you also can't really crouch. (laughs) But on the occasion that there are pieces of wall that sort of make up cover, they're like, you know, military road bearers or whatever. They're taller than you, and they have like a little hole, which you can theoretically shoot through, but you have to stand in a weird position because it doesn't clip to it or anything. Yeah. But on the occasion there are those, you can do awesome. You can get to cover by just like grappling onto them and going, <laughs> which is oh, kind of nice. Oh, that's kind of fun. But uh, the trouble with the grapple is it's way too powerful for avoiding heat. It's like if you can just get on top of a building and crouch in the middle of the room, oh, right. no one can see, see you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and you just stay there until, it, until the heat wears off. Oh, unless, unless there's a helicopter, in which case you're fucked, because helicopters are the exact inversion of that problem, where they can see you fucking everywhere, oh, yeah. and they don't give up. <laughs> can you shoot them down or something? You could, yeah, you can just shoot them until they die, or you can gravitate them, them to just hijack them. And then you can just fly the hell away. Yeah, but then of course you have like two more helicopters for and chase you, but then you can outrun them because they're slower or whatever. Or the alternative is you just grapple the helicopter, hijack it, get out, drop down on the floor, and then hope that the other helicopters don't get to you by the time, by the, time the heat wears off. Oh, I see. Does that work, then? Most of the time. Mm. 
And also, sometimes you can't hide from helicopters if you find a good... You can do the classic sort of Benny Hill mode, where it's like, stand on the opposite <laughs> side of the building from the helicopter, and then when it starts to come over, you run around the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that sort of works. But then, in spoiler mode for this storyline... Spoiler alert! The ridiculousness of it. So, <laughs> mission four, you've got the ninjas, and you rescue your person, and she's like, you need to... Cause more chaos. <laughs> that's basically what they that's say. The, spoiler. That's basically what they say at the end of every storyline mission is: just keep doing what you're doing, keep causing chaos, and I'm sure we'll find out what's going on. So then, like in mission five, you find out like the Russians and the Chinese and the Japanese all have like their secret agent teams on the island, and they're fighting over something. So you go and kill them, <laughs> and you kill them all, and they're like. Oh, you stupid Americans, you've entered this fray and you have no idea what's actually going on. And you're like, no, I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just fucking put something ahead of it. I'm just kidding you because yeah. you're Russians, American, you're Russians, Chinese, and Japanese, I guess. So, <laughs> so fuck you yeah. guys. So go call some more chaos until we find out what's actually going on. <laughs> and then, then mission six and mission seven are basically one mission. They just string together. So you find out where the government, the, the leader of this evil government is hiding and you go in there and then you fight guys and then he gets crushed by rubble in the classic style and you're like oh at the end of command and conquer one yeah (laughs) yeah basically and then you're like oh shit what what we were actually fighting over was oil because even though we had geological surveys which specifically said there was no goddamn oil here he found a fuck ton of oil (laughs) that's really terrible Plot-wise, it's like, this definitely isn't it. Oh, wait, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so you discover that there's this ridiculous oil field, and it's like, well, you better go to this oil field, because the Russians and Chinese and Japanese are all sending freighters to it, like, right now! <laughs> so, it's like, you jump in a helicopter, you start flying out there, and then that nuclear submarine pops up again, it's like, oh, shit, nuclear submarine, it's going to fucking shoot you down with its sound sights, apart from you can you can totally outmaneuver the sound missiles, so you just circle it, shoot, down, <laughs> shoot all the sound missiles off, and it's like... I'll just say my helicopter, thanks. <laughs> I won't imagine it like you told me to. Ha ha ha. But then you have to anyway. So you get, a, get on the nuclear, <laughs> do. Get on the nuclear submarine, go inside, lead a guy is there. For some reason, he's like super hard, hardy and invulnerable or something. That's not, not really explained apart from him being a, you know, a computer game boss. <laughs> but he literally said, he's like, I'm invincible. And, you know, you shoot him in this boss fight and he dies. And then he comes back and it's like, what? <laughs> So you shoot him, and there's ninjas again. Of course. <laughs> Gotta add sprinkles of the ninjas in there, just to keep it, you know, interesting. So you shoot him up, and then he's like, fire the nukes! And so you run out onto the deck. And the nukes. And, and the nukes come out of the, yeah. you know, submarine. And, and, but he falls backwards, and his shirt gets hooked onto one of them, and he flies into the air with his missile. Uh, and you're like, oh shit, grab onto one! <laughs> And then you have a fight where you're riding nuclear missiles <laughs> and you're shooting the other guy on top of the missiles and then you disarm them in midair <laughs> by grappling, disarming one, then then grappling onto, onto the next one, yeah, exactly. to the next one, and disarming so that one. So yeah, and then you get to the last one, and the guy and the guy is still there, and he's like, "I'm invincible," and then you and like wedge his leg into the control panel, reprogram it, and then you just nuke the oil field. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck did you nuke that oil field? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's only to cause chaos. I guess it was a good idea. I mean, that was And that's cool. how the game ends, by nuking an oil field. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, poor country. They didn't deserve the whole natural resources being destroyed for no particular reason. Well, apparently... 
it was such a giant reserve of oil that everyone would have continued to fight over it. So it's better that no one has it, and we'll keep this a secret, because this was on a need-to-know basis, and no one needs to know. Oh, or whatever. <laughs> Is that how secret reports end? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So that was the ridiculous of that. Yep. But yeah, yeah, the actual st- the actual storyline is ridiculous, but not very much of the game. Most of the game is spent hijacking things, and going to one village, shooting everything, going yeah. to the next village, shooting everything, driving around, and fucking up military bases. Military bases are maybe the better thing to fuck up than villagers because villagers are kind of boring. Whereas military bases have shit you can steal and use to blow them up easier. Steal a helicopter. Oh, cool. Although, in actual fact, the most powerful thing, pretty much in the entire game, as I discovered. Which is a really cheap tactic, is anytime there's a mounted gun, which is like a chain gun, basically, and you you know, you use it like a mounted gun, but you can also just push a button to dismount it Halo and carry style. it around, Halo and style. you still get infinite ammo. So oh. it just be- you just become a walking d- turret, <laughs> and that is just ludicrously powerful, because it just destroys everything really easily, and you can easily shoot down trolls or whatever. Can you grapple while you're holding it? No, you can't. Okay. You, you're not very manoeuvrable, you can't dodge okay. or grapple or anything, so you're just like, dish, dish, Massive and you're really tank. slow as well, so that's kind of it. But that is, it makes everything really easy, because normally it's like some things you want to blow up don't get affected by like gunfire or whatever. You'd have to like put C four on them, but the but of course the turrets will destroy those. So yeah, <laughs> don't need C four any longer. <laughs> For you can find a mountain turret somewhere, you're good to destroy everything in the vicinity. <laughs> and military bases normally have mountain turrets at the entrance, so just fucking steal one of those bows and you're good. And also, quite a nice thing about it actually is that when you're destroying something like a military base or whatever, once you've killed everyone in the area, they don't respawn. So even though the alarm's still going off and you've got heat or whatever, you're not getting any more things coming to kill you, so you have the time to like wander around and look for that last goddamn tank you can explode. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I hate it when they keep respawning stuff, you know, even when you've killed everyone. Yeah. It's much better that way. Yes. I think, anyway. It's quite nice to be able to actually, maybe, you know, for the 100% yeah. where you have to fight every single like little fuel container or whatever. They're not that small. <laughs> you have to destroy every explosive barrel, even though those give you like 10 chaos points. <laughs> Does that have nice explosions? Fairly nice. Still not as nice as hostile waters no. fuel tanks. Obviously, nothing is as nice as those. Those are cool. They are quite similar to those. <coughs> like, it's worth mentioning, it's it quite graphically advanced, some of that game, anyway. It's thrown quite a lot of buzzwords around on the option <laughs> yeah it was um, and but the problem with that is it's like because it's quite intense and because it's an open world game and open world games sort of famously don't perform particularly well even on my machine it struggles somewhat so we had to knock down quite a few of the settings to get it to run well enough and then we stuck it in 720 and put it in 3D and then it still ran <laughs> and that's worth mentioning the 3D is awesome yeah the 3D was pretty sweet it was a bit... There was the classic... Because the 3D... The depth is like set to your character. And obviously your character is a little way into the screen. So stuff behind you sticks out of the screen. Which can screw you up. Particularly with like the parachute cables. Yeah. Because they stick up behind you. So when it zooms right into the back of your character when you're in the air, you've got parachute cables sticking over the edge well, of the screen. That looked like that, that was just going to look a bit crap even without 3D, to be honest. Because the cables sort of cut through the camera. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess they do. It seemed a bit weird. Mm. So yeah, I 
don't know what else there is to say about it. It's insane. And I could continue playing it for a long time if I wanted to get the completion achievement. Luckily, it's only like 75% completion. Not you 100%. Don't need that. Have to do it a whole lot. But that's still a fucking lot. It's like, I went up, well, by the time I'd finished the game, and I had spent quite a long time just pissing around, yeah. completing, you know, 100% extra stuff, even when I already had enough chaos to go to the next mission. But I'd only got to like 44%, and there's an achievement at 50, and then there's one at 75. So it's like, fuck. <laughs> I've got to play this a lot more, apparently. But then I had to go back and play from the start in hardcore to go and get the stupid mission achievements that I missed because I was offline. And the stand on the highest point of the island achievement, which I missed because I was offline. And you go up there and he and your guy goes, look Ma, top of the world! Again! <laughs> which I assume is a reference to the first game where it did that exact same thing. Presumably. <laughs> and then there's an achievement for like base jumping a thousand metres. Which you can't do off that peak because it's not quite steep enough to avoid no. hitting the floor. <laughs> so where do you do you do it from? Apparently, there's another peak that's shorter but steeper. Oh uh, yeah. Probably. Or possibly you can jump off the blimps. There's basically, <laughs> it's basically what they refer to in the game as the as a like as a like floating whorehouse. <laughs> where it's okay. basically like it's <laughs> basically so like an airship with like a like like two blimps and then like a platform. Which has like a run jet runway off the back or whatever, which is a whorehouse apparently. And you go there for a mission, but apparently that's high enough that you can get the thousand meters if you jump what? off the top of the blimps. What the that's hell? awesome. That's ridiculous. Strippers. Yeah, but thousand <laughs> feet. Yeah, it's the literal wild high club. You see, Did you see what they did there. I see what they did there. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> We could land a jet on something. That's... I don't think you can necessarily land on it. I think it's only a takeoff runway, which doesn't explain how the planes get there because it is very, very short. <laughs> There's a heavy pad, of course. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but then the whole game is ridiculous. Also, there's a bomb. On the on the there's a, it's the self destruct mechanism, and then after you've got all the information, you were going up there for it's like oh no, the government have activated the self destruct mechanism, so you go down there, and then it's like there's all the bomb. Oh no, it's not disarming. You better shoot the things off it, and then you fall out, and then the bomb falls past you, and then you get a dramatic thing where it's like you're looking down, and the bomb goes, and it's like wow, that was awesome. <laughs> also, that happens in another one where you're looking up and you see you parachuting. Oh, it's when you're, you're you jump off the top of the uh, like news. Tower where there's satellite dishes. It's like destroy the satellite dish, and then you jump, and it does dramatic camera angle with you parachuting, and then it goes. <laughs> it's like so ridiculously action movie does. Man, they just delve heavily into that action movie cliche stuff, don't they? Yeah, and and ninjas, and ninjas, <laughs> ninjas that disappear Death Eater style constantly. Yeah, it's actually kind of confusing, and everyone has terrible accents naturally. Mm. Well, sort of uh, Asian accents, well, yeah. Oh, even that sort yeah, of like offensive. fairly mild cutscene I saw, where you rescued that dude from his penthouse or something, and they're just casually having a gunfight while talking <laughs> calmly to each other, yeah. and, and then dive out the window. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a grenade falls next to you while you're talking, and it's just like <laughs> doesn't even turn around; he just throws it straight back. Yeah, he's just like, hmm. <laughs> it's genius. I was saying, I was watching that TV show Archer. The spy style, yeah, uh, and that has a similar kind of humour where they're having comedy gunfights while they're trading insults and sort of randomly insult gunfights, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like you know, random grenades just land next to them, and they just casually chat them away in comedy styles. Naturally, yeah, it's classic. You can't actually throw back grenades in the game. Right. It would probably help if you could. Although <laughs> grenades aren't that, I virtually never use grenades, of course. 
Because I was just headshotting everyone. <laughs> and there's a grenade launcher which you only hit in like one singular mission in the entire game. So I didn't know how to use it when I got to that mission and I was like, fuck. <laughs> and you don't get enough ammo. Was it hard to use then? Not really. I just wasn't used to how they arc. And I wasn't expecting them to explode on impact. I was expecting them to, you know, bounce or something. TF2 style. Well, yeah, maybe. Or just... Or generic. Quake style. Yeah, or something. I wasn't expecting them to explode. I was like, I was expecting it to literally launch grenades like the grenades you'd have. Your hand grenades. Oh, right. That have a timer or whatever. But no. But no, it actually is just a normal grenade launcher. Apart from not very normal. (laughs) And you can upgrade your weapons. Make them even more ludicrously powerful. Really? Yes. Man, there's a lot to do this. And upgrade. You can buy vehicles through the black market guy who he basically airdrops you your weapons and vehicles. So you, you can just, just call for it. You a just point at a bit of ground and go vehicle, and then it just creates a vehicle. <laughs> Ding! And you can upgrade those to make those more powerful. Do you not even well, have to I'm wait just... for them? They just sort of no, appear, they just appear. Oh, that's cool. It doesn't really have a sequence as well. It just you. It's like picture of Chopper, and he says, "Try not to break it," and Chopper takes off, and then it flicks back to the first person view. Ding! There's a vehicle. <laughs> And so you, I, I also one of the other for the hardcore run. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna die more, sort of. But not like it's hard even in hardcore. Just headshot everyone. <laughs> but I was like, oh no, I'm gonna die more. I'd better go and get some health. And I discovered that uh, there's like this main highway that encircles the island. And every time there's a bridge that goes over the highway, there's like two health pickups on either of the bridge struts. It's like not really a bridge. It's more like you know the overpass where you go off the highway. Yeah. So it's like every one of those has two health pickups and every five health pickups you get it upgrades your health. Oh, cool. So I was just like, well, I guess I'll just drive around the entire Mac, island. Yeah. <laughs> Finding every single pickup. Pick up all of those. And that's not even like half of them. There's like 400 health pickups so in the entire island. So you have like tons and tons of health. Well, I'm not sure if it will max out at some point. Oh, uh, okay. Because I am more like, you start off with like, I'm not sure how far it goes, but I assume you start off with like a quarter of the circle of a health bar, and then every time you upgrade it goes up. I assume it only goes halfway around, because the other half is your heat. That makes sense. So, yeah. Have yeah. you got it to go halfway around yet? No, not even close. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of goddamn pickups. It's like 400 health pickups, which means there's like, if there's 400 of them, there's like at least 400 weapon upgrades, 400 vehicle upgrades, 400 cash deposits. So what they sort of, the, the, when you say health pickups, they're only like the health packs that seem to be like scattered everywhere, like the sort of green bags that sort of look like they should replenish your health, not actually upgrade it. No, not those ones. Oh, okay. Those are actual health kits. Oh, okay. And those aren't actually as nearly as... Do you, you really need them because you have regenerating health, don't you? you have, it's this weird system where... Providing you only lose a certain amount of your health, it regenerates. But once you start losing more than that, it only regenerates the top portion. Uh, a little bit, yeah. So it's like only a little bit of your health regenerates. And then if you lose beyond that, you only regenerate that top bit. So you do need the health kits. And they're not nearly as common as they should be, which really sucks. It's like, you'd be surprised how often military bases have no health kits. <laughs> it's like, there's a fucking military base where there's guns and shit. Give me health. Every gas station has a health kit, so... <laughs> That's weird. Just find a gas station, I guess. And then blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> none of these army bases have a medical bay. Or... No, virtually none of them have health kits. Which kind of sucks. Although some of them do have tanks and shit. You can still... Well, not exactly tanks. They're like... I don't know what you call them. APC tanks. 
Yeah, yeah, armored fighting vehicle type things. Sort of, yeah. Like strikers. Yeah, I guess. Sort of. Not tracks, though, as well. They're wheeled. Yeah, they're strangely. strikers. They're wheeled, aren't they? Yeah. And also, there's there's uh, achievements for like driving a ludicrous number of the unique vehicles in the game, or all of them. I think the achievements for yeah. There's like a hundred and two or something different vehicles, and there's an achievement for driving every single goddamn one of them, and that includes like planes and boats and helicopters and every land vehicle, and the also the slight variations of those land vehicles, of course. Can you tell which ones have already driven? Yeah, there's a list that has oh, like good. has them ticked off. So yeah, lots of shit to do in the open world aspect if you mm. want to get that seventy five percent achievement. Fuck. So does it not have any multiplayer capabilities then? Because you would have thought grapple deathmatch would be entertaining. <laughs> would be ludicrously confusing. Why do you grapple to each other at the same time? What the fuck would happen? <laughs> You'd go suddenly shotgun face off. <laughs> No, they'd have to make it so you started rotating around each other Matrix style. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, so just in the middle, of, although it would be funny from like someone else's perspective seeing that happen. Just in the middle of them playing, but there's just two guys going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think it does have a player. I haven't really paid attention to them, maybe. <laughs> I don't think it does. Oh well, next time. Maybe. Just cause three. But yeah, so that was insane. I played that a lot. But of course, my now my Steam doesn't think I did because it didn't update the time either. Oh no, that sucks. So it's like I played like twenty four hours offline, but now my Steam says ten hours because I've only played ten hours while it's been online. Success! It looks like you completed it really quickly. No, I guess. <laughs> Apart from I'm missing the achievements for the middle missions. <laughs> but I'm rectifying that. I'm 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 already up to the fifth mission, I think. In your or second, I need a little more chaos in your second place in the hardcore run. Oh, hardcore but run. I still want to complete it anyway because the hardcore achievement. But obviously, in that case, I don't have to do. I only have to do exactly enough to unlock the sixth mission, and then the seventh mission runs straight onto it. So yeah. that won't actually take very long. Which is why I went and got all those health pickups because it's like I'm not going to be pissing around getting all the pickups from completing all the little individual places. Yeah. All this talk of chaos is just making me think of emeralds. So. Yeah, so that's that Sonic again. The Sonic cast. It, it is the Sonic cast. I'm, oh. uh, so, I'm just holding it up. That was just cause two. What else? Okay, what else have you been playing, man? I guess while I was offline, I also played actually quite a lot of audio stuff for some reason. Yeah. Even though that doesn't work offline, I mean, no. you don't get the score. Awards. So what? So I, just, I don't know why. It was just like, I was what music be, were you playing? Um, all the normal random shit that I have. I tell you what, though, playing like. Chip Tuny style stuff on the audio so it makes some hella steep curves. <laughs> like permanent downhill, wee! <laughs> so I played quite a lot of that yeah. for some reason. And I can't it's remember been what. Been updated recently? No. No. Not, well, no. Not since the potatoes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it, update, it had that summer achievement as well. I guess that oh, counts yeah. as an update. <laughs> yeah, for like scoring a full 21 of red. Oh, right. Difficult. Not actually, you play on pro, uh, pro point man. So go through the track until you find a paint red pickup and then store it. No, I see. And then just fill your wreck with anything you can pick up and then just go ding! <laughs> so yeah, not exactly the most difficult achievement. Took quite a while just to get it to turn up that specific combination and power up though. Because paint red is pretty rare anyway. Because mm. obviously that scores a lot. But yeah, I played that quite a bit. And I don't know 
scored some points <laughs> on tunes that no one else plays and also aren't labelled correctly so even if it was online it wouldn't update the score correctly <laughs> grr I can't remember what else I played while I think can't think of him very much else that I played while I was offline okay. and then once I came back online I was like oh shit playing stuff log into Eve change my skill because I thought I'd left a long skill running but apparently I hadn't it had already expired no, by, and it was only like five days and I was like what I'm sure it was longer than that Wasting your, your skill training time. Yeah, exactly. So I said it's just something really long now, so I don't even have to bother with these again. <laughs> oh, cool. I don't, I don't have to play the game for several days. Yeah. Don't have to see any several of those... weeks. See any of those shitty clothes? Seventy dollar <laughs> monocles. Grr. Okay. I'm not going to buy any of that shit, even if they give me free money, which they are doing. Really? No, oh, yeah. They're giving you free money. You specifically? <laughs> Everyone. It's like they're for their shitty Eve is real. Museum of old Eve screenshots. Why are we making this? And then there's a there's, there's a like milestones. We've reached a thousand uploads. Have a thousand in-game clothes buying cash. Why did you? Which put is a... not enough to buy anything. <laughs> did you put an image on there already? Then no. All right. Everyone that... gets it. Oh. Because they want people to buy clothes, but, they but they're not giving you enough cash to actually buy, buy clothes. clothes. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the trick. <laughs> Apparently, the apparently if you wait until we until all the milestones reach, you might get enough to buy more than one piece of clothes in total. Can you trade that shit though? I sp- the money you got. I don't know if there is actually a way to trade that directly. I I mean, you could just buy clothes and then put those onto the market mm. to sell them for isk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to do even that. I'm like, staunch, you've got to be staunchly opposed. Don't yeah. even use the free money. Yeah. Show them that you mean it. Yeah. Take a stand. Yeah. Go naked. Yeah. That's basically, that was one of the things that turned off on the forum as a quote, where it's like, if you give me the option to not wear any clothes, I'll totally do it. <laughs> Just to show <laughs> <play> you. <laughs> this is how disgusting, disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the world of Eve. So everyone's going to walk around naked in Eve. <laughs> Good times. The future is fun. Boobs. <laughs> yeah. Because naturally everyone in Eve is female, you know, even when they're not. <laughs> but not you. No. <laughs> you think I had to think about that? On like 75% of my characters. <laughs> uh, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> it's role playing, it's alright. It's not like I'm role playing Eve. No. Very few people do. <laughs> Unless we're just role playing a bastard. (laughs) Role playing an Eve would be quite hard to do. Not really. It's quite a detailed universe, relatively speaking, and there's quite a lot of backstory in the stories, I guess. Hmm. I haven't read very many of those. There was a funny, uh, there is one story that I did read that I just remember. It was the basically the the like story that was a like in universe description of AFK mining. Where, where like it was described from like the perspective like of like an automatic automatic Concorde drone or something, where it's like it came flies up to like a ship that's just floating in an asteroid belt, and it's like got a massive like it's created like created a big dust cloud around it from like okay. discarded minerals. It's like oh, this pilot has like totally gone comatose and left his ship mining, and it's just destroyed this asteroid belt and turned it into dust, which is floating around the ship because his cargo hold is overflowing. <laughs> it's like, that is the best in-game description of someone doing AFK while mining. I've ever seen. <laughs> awesome. That was weird. So. I guess that more I'll or less covered. I really haven't 
It was really strange that I, I pretty much only played Just Cause that entire time my internet was off. Yeah. It's a new game, though. It seems like I should have played more. (laughs) I think it was the classic problem that most of the games I have installed on my system at the moment um, are just the stuff that I play online. Yeah. And then the effort to actually install something new is so prohibitive. It's like when you could see it on the shelf and you're like, I'm downloading this and cracking it. (laughs) I keep thinking that... I can't be bothered to get the disc out and actually put it into the machine and see if it's still compatible with Windows 7. I keep thinking I should go back to Battlefield 2142, but... It's just so much effort. Mm. Not least because I know that I have to patch it. Yeah. <laughs> I know Battlefield Patch was fuck. Oh, God. Let's hope they fix yeah, that. They, they, were, they were never fun. Never. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many gigabytes. Gigabytes. Well, they're like... not all... They were like 500 megs, basically. <laughs> I couldn't have that. <laughs> that was the strange yawn. Was it yawn or was it like a gurn sound? Gurn? A gurn? gurn. I don't think gurning makes a sound. Gurning is like... <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't know. It, you can't see that. Your I'm face, saying. your face made a strange shape, and and then went. Mm. <laughs> That's true. So yeah. No. So Rob Kemp, what have you been playing? <laughs> Gunstar two thousand. You'd be good at that. Is that any good? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should call that game with you putting those rubber bands on your face and trying to get them off. Gunstar two thousand. It has to be filmed. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of filming, I had a... Oh, maybe I don't need to talk about this on the podcast. Carry on. I had a good idea for something that we could theoretically film. Yes. For video content. Carry on. Do you my brother, want my brother wants us to do the, um, you know, the Thunderbirds thing again because he's improved it. So oh. it's, it won't be much different, but this time we could actually film it. Possibly. Yes. I don't know. We've kind of seen it. But, yeah. <laughs> but still, it might be okay. quite funny. Anyway. But yeah, the, my, the thing that I thought of... I mentioned this to Rob. Uh, the other night about how there's the stupid ultimate version of Marvelous Capcom 3 coming out yes. which might make the original super cheap yes. we, we don't care enough about it to buy it no. at full price I, I, I'm, I'm not hardcore <laughs> enough to actually want to get good at those games because if it's anything like Street Fighter I will get immediately pissed off of it although it doesn't look like it is as nearly no. as hardcore as Street Fighter I mean let's, let's hope I mean I, I just want it for the fact that if it does go cheap putting down some cheap monies to, for, for me and Zach just to turn up to it, completely blind to how it works and stuff, and just grab a controller and go, right, fuck. what the fuck is going on? And that's what how I thought we should record. Captain America lose his shield? <laughs> I, think, I think we should somehow try and record that, because that would make a fucking amazing video of us just completely tarding out. Yeah, that would be tricky. Yeah, I'm not sure if we... Because we don't have any real capture capability, but my dad has a fairly decent digital camcorder, so that gives us... <laughs> room recording game yeah, yeah. We, well, yeah if, we're, if we're super organised about it we'd get some capture cards and and uh, yeah. and have um, um, someone also filming us so we can make a cut at the end of like of, of our reactions to stupid things yeah exactly that'd be I think that would be that would be a great recording but it's like we're, we're, we're already too cheap to pay for the full game. We want that cheap, but then do we want to spend any more money on making this spend ridiculous like, video? Yeah, big, like some, uh, what was it, the, the phrase from um, Attack the Block? Oh yeah, spend some bare pee on getting... <laughs> <laughs> what? Spend some bare pee on getting all this crazy video equipment. I can't remember any of that slang for that film now. This is bare peanuts. <laughs> I don't know how well a digital camcorder would record it if you just pointed at a TV in a dark room. Not that great. Uh, depends on the quality of the camera. But yeah. Anyway. At least they're not CRT screens anymore. Yeah. It'll probably work okay. Better. Yeah. 
We can I mean, try it, just for the hell of it. I suppose they do these days on TV. They they film, uh, you know, LCD video walls, don't they? Yeah. On on news channels, and it looks fine. But no, it's <laughs> not true. superimposed. It's not like a blue. But it's not screen. also not shiny though. That's true. But in a dark room, that shouldn't. That won't make any difference. I guess yeah. they're rejected those things, aren't they? On yeah, TV. probably. Anyway, because they have that weird. You can sometimes see it where yeah. it's like it almost looks like it's projected onto canvas or something. Yeah, it's that slightly weird graininess. Yeah. Oh, those big screens would be. Yeah, but they they do they do occasionally just have a big TV on. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. There's no refresh. But yeah, I, that was what I was thinking. We should make a video of. That could be quite entertaining. It could be quite entertaining anyway. Yeah, fuck making the video. It's just going to be a laugh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we need to. We should probably start. As I was saying, it's like it will probably the actual game will probably go down super pretty cheap, but presumably there'll be a lot of like news trade ins because it's this weird thing where it's like it's basically what should have been a DLC, but it isn't. They've released it as a new version of the game, so people who have the old version can't just upgrade to this new one. I thought of a great name for the video if we did do it though. Oh yeah, you you can be marvelous and I can be crapcom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Marvelous versus crapcom. <laughs> They, they either both have to be bad or both have to be good. Well, I couldn't think of a bad one for Marvel. Yeah, that's quite difficult. Marvel. Because <laughs> Marvels are really bad. <laughs> Naval. Naval versus Capcom. Naval? <laughs> yeah. Belly button versus Capcom. I meant in baby battle, not uh, baby. Belly button, not, not as in seafaring. <laughs> yeah, but Captain America. It's out in cinemas at the end of the month. Yes, That's true. Indeed. Which is like now. It's yeah. probably out now. Yeah. <laughs> this is very the end of the month. Yes. But Captain America's Shield is the most put together. Yeah. That was, the that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, my shield! <laughs> Obviously, we have to do a Captain America versus Captain America face off. <laughs> Like for multiple shield shittles. Unfortunately, I don't think you can pick him as all three characters on your team. <laughs> No. <laughs> Which would be super wrong. Free Captain Americans versus Free Captain Americans! No, I don't think it allows that. I think you actually have to have different people. Truth, justice, and the American way. Although some of it. <laughs> They'll be my free characters. <laughs> I mean, some of the. Uh, I've just. Some of the, I've watched some, some videos of this game. Although I wouldn't like some to have been called videos. if I was one of those three characters. It's like. It's like, my name is Truth. My name is Justice. <laughs> I'm the American way. <laughs> I'm really fat. <laughs> this ginormous guy with a churro. It's... I watched some more videos of Marvelous Capcom because it's hilarious to watch, even if you don't know what the fuck's going on. But some of those characters are so, so ridiculous. Mainly the ones from Capcom. <laughs> like, the Marvel ones are all, like, superheroes. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But then the Capcom ones is like, here's a dog. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Amaterasu. Yeah. Or... Here's a dog. Or here's a Mega Man dude. Or here's Chris Redfield. Yeah. Or here's the bo- guy from Bionic Commando. <laughs> Isn't the dude from um, um, Dead Rising in there as well? Like Frank West or something? I think he might be DLC. Uh, I don't think he's in the basic game. He might be in the... Uh, but even Chris the... Redfield is pretty... Fuck. Oh, Beautiful Joe also. Oh, uh, yes. Pretty fucked up. Good old Beautiful Joe. Mainly it's funny just for the ridiculous, like... It's like... I also quite like how they have how how sometimes they have specific like conversations at the start of the battle oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they say specific things. It's like if you have Iron Man versus the dude from Bionic Commando, 
Veronica Carter comes in, guy comes in and goes, how much of that suit is bionic? And then the Iron Man comes and goes, what, just the arm? Couldn't afford the whole suit? (laughs) (laughs) Which is actually kind of funny. (laughs) Also, there's a video of Amaratsu fighting against Hulk. (laughs) And it's like, dog howl, and then Hulk just comes and goes, (laughs) And it's like, best conversation ever. Really good. No, be, a lot of fighting games have tried that idea before. Where they Are you of, okay? No. <laughs> okay, not so much that one. No, 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 no. Self Calibur was properly retarded with its self celebration, although self taunts at the start where you can push a button and say something. That was, although that was freaking hilarious. There, there wasn't there times where it's like, um, you could get both char- two different characters going, Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're about to beat the crap out of each other. Oh, or, or, or two, um, Oh, who's the dude with the, the giant dude with the axe from Soul Calibur? I can't remember his name. Not, it's not Nightmare. No. It's the other one. Yeah. Well, there was Berserker who was an equivalent who didn't make any noise, but then there was the actual oh, right, yeah. talking guy with the heart sticking out of his chest. Yeah. Because one of his taunts, I just remember, was maggots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He was a protease, I would <laughs> Are you ready? Maggots. <laughs> Genius. But no, DOAX had a few... Not X, so not not the beach volleyball. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> DOA four had some. Um, Can't believe um, you owned that. Like DOA four is a great game. No, no, beach <laughs> volleyball, not DOA four. I, I didn't. I, didn't I, I told it. you this story Ever before, but I, it was bought for me as a comedy present. Didn't stop you playing it. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I have to check out those boob sliders. <laughs> the boob sliders, <laughs> not the boob slider, but just the fact that the the zoom button. Has a, a very particular centre point. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Anyway, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. But in terms of the game, it's awful. But I actually ran better on the original Xbox than it does on the 360. But that's another, another, another. You've yeah. since run it on the 360. Well, no, because my brother has the the, the the sequel. Oh my god! Why does he have that? Here we go. Couple, I don't know. Actually. Okay, <laughs> yeah, for your brother, we don't know. That probably is CD. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, the point I was going to make is that in DOA 4, when you're playing the tag team games, certain teams would, like, combine yeah. and, and say different things at the start, which is kind of cool. I also and I'm sure Tekken used to do that as well, back in the day. And another thing from Marvel vs. Capcom that I also found quite... I mean, it's not that interesting, but it was kind of cool. That when you have, like, Captain America and Iron Man on your team, when you tag between them... Because those they exist not only in like the Marvel universe, but they have literally been together in comics or whatever. And like Captain America calls Iron Man Tony because you know that's his actual name. Oh yeah, which is actually kind of cool in a <laughs> in an obscure way. That's true. Like Tony, he does know who Tony Stark is. <laughs> and oh, just... that's just reminded me. So Calibur Five still coming. Oh. <laughs> More, more, more we better tales. get our fighting game on before. More, more tales of souls, souls and swords. Swords, swords, swords. Recalibrate your souls. Swords. You? Yeah, just swords, 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 swords and swords, <laughs> swords and towels. Eternally retold. Yeah. What have you been playing, man? Yeah. And also Blaze Blue. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. You we're, were considering. We were considering getting that because it is a pretty. But that's a bit more hardcore. Yeah, it is quite a hardcore fighter. But those sprites, they're pretty. And you play as a, you can play as a cat person. Yeah, whatever the cat, the, whatever that actually is. Meow. I think it is just a person. Yeah, just in a cat outfit. But you don't see her face. She's no. like a black mage. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyway, that looks pretty awesome. And there's been two of them already, so... It's... Oh, wait, you also play as a squirrel person? Squirrel person? I believe. More legitimate squirrel person, which is like, here's a fucking squirrel tail coming out of your butt. <laughs> I hope one of the taunts is, eat my nuts! <laughs> <laughs> it's also a woman, so that really would make very sense. Even more disturbing. <laughs> what have you been playing? Bulletstorm. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers. For three weeks, yeah. I guess we we haven't talked about this. Oh, we so. Did you guys see that Penny Arcade with the sexy <laughs> tails? Because you were talking about that. Did you see that? Oh, right, Comic yeah. Comic-Con, where someone at Comic-Con was supposedly cosplaying as, like, a sexy but tails from Sonic. Well, that's that's the Sonic theme. And, 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 and the game says, Ooga Booga Wah or something. Ooga Booga Wah. That was his absolutely genius reaction. He's like, It's a sexy tails. I know, but why? <laughs> that <laughs> is kind of weird. So wrong. Anyway, but it's still. Well, it's not that unusual. That can safely for Kane. No, uh, no, 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 that's no. probably quite true, isn't it? In like. Well, even just from. Cosplay yeah, stuff. even just from the other cosplay elements. It's worse when it's deliberately not sexy. <laughs> Where it's like fat dudes dressed up as schoolgirls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that is disturbing. Yes. So anyway. Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. Dick tits. <laughs> yes, Bulletstorm dick tits. There are, there are quite a few dick tit mentions. Dick there aren't actually that many dick tit mentions. Not as many as I thought there would be, but there's been a, it's come up a few times. And the guy does claim that he couldn't handle any more dick tits. <laughs> there was like the, yeah anyway Bulletstorm fantastic it's it's really really good actually cool. I, I enjoy it a lot and it's, how do you like it's, it um, in the wake of the recent reports that Epic weren't happy with its sales yeah it's a bit of a shame it, yeah. it didn't sell I don't get a crap front cover <laughs> um What's the deal name? with just a boot on the front cover? Well, no, no, no. My one was just the... That was the Epic Edition. Oh, cover. right. The front cover for the normal edition had him doing his kicking pose with classic mm. sidekicks either side of him. Oh, yes, in a sort of very, explosions. In a cliched sort of way. With okay. The, with the beautiful vista in which you're fighting behind them. Oh, fair enough. That's right. And it's a... Yeah, the Epic Edition just had a boot. Um, which is kind of cool in its own way, because the boot is kind of the most important thing in the game, pretty that's much, true. other than the leash. Second race in the world. Yeah. You can't upgrade your boot, though. You can't upgrade your boot, no. And it's never explained why your boot has time-slowing powers. It must just be attached to the least. <laughs> yeah. My blue-glowing boot of doom. But it's, uh, yeah, it's just totally awesome. For those of you not in the know, it's a crazy epic shooter that couldn't really have been made by anyone else, really. It was people that can fly, isn't it? So it's yeah. the people that made was um, pain Painkiller, which was notably insane yep. at the time. Poor shurikens with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> which is just amazing yeah um, still not that amazing shurikens of lightning it's, that's been done literary shurikens by painkiller yes <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like virtually it was done in Unreal Tournament although those were just shurikens those really. were just shurikens but they did bounce but they weren't really shurikens <laughs> they were more sword blades I'm sure the actual shurikens in painkiller aren't actually like shurikens probably not that's just a descriptive term that would be freaking amazing but yeah, it's just great. It's the, the combat is just insane. And that's precisely the point. They don't go to the effort of making the AI particularly clever. They don't make the... Uh, um, I'm trying to think how to describe it, really, in, in ways that don't make it sound crap. Because the problem is is that yeah, the AI is dumb, but that's to its advantage. And that's the weird thing about it. Because the AI is dumb, it gives you more, more ability to kill them in the way that you choose. Yeah. And it's... Uh, 
creatively. Yeah, I think the game's main strong point is the environments in which you fight. They environments are, both, are very pretty. They are both beautiful and incredibly varied in what you can do in them. Well, um, sort of. Apart from perhaps the uh, quite regular occurrence of cacti and spiky metal bits and cliffs. <laughs> Oh, but cliffs are cool. Yeah, but the cliffs make it even more easy to kill people than the spikes. Then you don't <laughs> even have to aim. You just, like, hit there's a cliff all the way down this side. I'll just kick everyone off it. <laughs> it probably gives you more points than if you were trying to fight them, though. So it's just like, kick, kick, kick. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cool. It's got a weapon upgrade system that is paced throughout the game, so you can't just upgrade everything. If you're playing amazingly, for instance, you can't just spend all your points and upgrade immediately. Could you um, spend all your points to upgrade just one gun? Um... Yeah, and the game kind of does. You're you're kind of forced to do that in a way because you have you get your gun, then you'll upgrade it with the points you have, and then pretty much after you've spent your points, another gun will become available to you. So then you'll spend the, any points you gain after that on ammo and getting your, get that gun up to spec, and then you get the leash, and hmm. which you then the, the leash is one of the ones you probably upgrade as you go because it's more expensive. <laughs> and then you start getting the more expensive weapons come up where upgrading them costs more, and their charge shots cost more to keep maintained. And things like that, but even the weapons are quite awesome. Like it has your standard a fair shotgun, your standard pistol, your standard assault rifle. There's nothing standard about that shotgun. It's full barreled. Except it's really shit. It's, it's, it's like a shotgun. It, it looks different, but it's a shotgun. Yeah. Um, and I've only just unlocked the charge shot for it, which I haven't really used. Um, the pistol out of those standard weapons is the most interesting one because it fires flares as its option which can attach to people and send them flying and then explode <laughs> which is funny and set stuff on fire yay and these flares yeah. sound like fireworks, fireworks as opposed yes. to the... just like two fortress <laughs> <laughs> so they're pretty cool uh, but then you get the flail gun which is awesome because it's like it's like those I always thought the grenades in Gears of War were kind of interesting about having a grenade on a chain so you could swing it and attach it to people and so so uh bulletstorm takes that idea and goes let's attach two of them together and make it just a, a flail of grenade that can cut people in half because it travels through the air but and will also stick to people and explode and it's like all of those in one excellent just what everyone always wanted from a grenade launch <laughs> <laughs> how easy is it to actually wrap them around people though i find um, it's automatic basically yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not too bad i mean the actual sort of flailing cutting people in half effect is um um, only really happens if you uh, get one of the grenades stuck to an object and then the chain sort of wraps around the object. But if it get, catches someone as it goes, then it tends to cut them up rather than attaching the nades to them. And it's... Mm, but anyway, it's really clever. It's quite cool. And I'll be honest, uh, the, the skill shot system is really quite varied. You're, you're constantly finding new ones or, uh, or the, some of them that you know about are tough enough to make you keep trying to get them. But you so, can get them eventually. Yeah, most of them. There's a few of them that are really, really tough. Um, you seem to have got quite a lot of them. I've got you. most of them, yeah. But some of the weapon-specific ones are a bit of a problem. Like the sniper rifle, for instance, while awesome in concept, is actually quite difficult to get its... Well, both to use and to get its um, skill shots for. Because the way it works... For some reason, sniper rifle bullets in the future travel incredibly slowly when you're firing them yourself. Um, the enemy fires them and they just travel like a bullet. You fire yeah. them and for some reason they take ages to the point where you can steer them in slow motion and the enemy has time to dodge out of the way so you have to steer them into some part of them. Like, but the, 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 the skill shots are really irritating because you've got the classic headshot on rear entry 
as the game calls it, for shooting them up the butt. Um, but it also has one for, like, aim the bullet into into someone's balls. And it's like, which sounds relatively simple, given the other two. Except for the fact that when they're dodging, they always seem to put a leg in, like, crossing their legs over because they're scrambling away. So aiming one in the balls is actually really tough. And you just yeah. sort of shoot them in the side bun. But as, yeah. as we said, you have to stun them into the air and then do it. Yeah, to get that try and really. fump them into the air and then hit them, hopefully, if they're facing the right direction after launching them. Mm, I see. But it's a... Uh, but even that's not easy, because you have to fuck them and then get the sniper and then aim in the vicinity, even. That's not that easy to aim up that far. No, it's pretty tricky, that one. Sniper rifle's probably the weakest weapon in the game. It makes a nice... It's useful for the bit where it introduces it, because it introduces it... In a sniper in a, gallery. In a, in a, yeah, in a sniping <laughs> gallery, and it's... Uh, when you d- discover the mechanic, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that first time. But then when you actually want to use it in a normal firefight, you end up not proving to choose something like that's suitably more explosive or crazy or... Or close range. Yeah, or close range, <laughs> which is often your friend. There's some pretty crazy set pieces in that game too, aren't there? Oh, yeah. The the uh, fight against the giant plant monster is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite derivative affair, but it's just the spectacle of it is insane. Yeah. So like, the animation is really top-notch, and this thing is quite horrible and sort of look at those giant pus bags on the side that sort of glow red when they need when it's regenerating and you have to shoot the shit out of them and then they explode and then underneath there's this weird shiny red like organ stuff just blooping around inside you're like oh that's horrible yeah but it's <laughs> oh and then regenerating tentacles of course <laughs> and they're like tentacles that's really disgusting in the middle of this combat complex fight. Although the game is smart enough to give you unlimited ammo at that point. Because it's, oh, right. because it's just a really long fight, so you don't run out of ammo. And it's like, oh, great, that's handy. <laughs> Did it explain that at all? Nope. Nah. <laughs> it would have been impossible without it. And, uh, yeah, and the, and the comedy is... I, I, you know, we know what the comedy was going to be like getting into this because of all the reviews and things. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny in places. It's definitely funnier than anything in Duke Yeah, it, it definitely is genuinely funny in places, especially in, when the game starts sort of ripping itself, which it does about halfway yeah, through. that's cool. Um, like when you meet Trishka, for instance, and she's sort of shouting across the pond, I'm going to kill your dick! And your own guy is going, what does that even mean? <laughs> kill my dick. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. And the section towards the end where something happens and he's just like, I feel like this is the time where I should normally make some kind of witty comment or something. It just feels like one of those times. <laughs> then he doesn't. <laughs> that's, just, that's just it. And the other guy says, like, well... Don't start now. Don't start now, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's brilliant. It's... Yeah, it's just good. I can't really don't really know what to say, really. The, the, I was trying to think how many types of liquor there are in terms of insults in the game. Because during the... The multiplayer aspects are kind of interesting because it's like a co-op horde mode um, with special skill shots for co-op play, which is great. Like two people leashing one enemy can pull them apart and you'll get a tug-of-war achievement. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really cool. Um, but at the start of every round or something, you've got the general um, of the squad, you know, the bad guy general, who is the most... He's the most bad-mouthed person in the game constantly shouting things at you basically if you do things well and at the start of every round for instance when they you get these drop pods appear to restock and upgrade and stuff at the end of the start of each wave but he, he accompanies them with some kind of like comment and most of them involve some kind of liquor insult against you like so there's boot lickers shit lickers dirt lickers 
Oh, <laughs> I see. I'm sure liquors. there's rim liquor at some point, perhaps, but it's like there's lots of liquors. I thought you were talking about different kinds of booze. Different like, kinds of booze. No. Oh, I love that. The fruit in the world is called om. So, so the beer is called, and the booze is om called juice. om juice. Uh, and if you feed one of those fruit to a Venus man eater, you get an achievement labelled om nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Om nom nom. This is great. <laughs> om juice. Hmm. I don't really know what to say about it, really, because it's just, it is what it is, and it's great. Are you going to go back to it? Oh, yeah. Cool. Fact, I haven't finished it yet. All right, cool. Um, I'm most of the way through it, but I haven't finished it yet. And... It, I've played a few of the Echoes as well, because the game has this campaign mode which makes the skill shot system worthwhile because the points you earn let you do the upgrade system. But the Echoes mode is just short portions of the game. Like, it picks the best runs from the game and then makes you do a time trial slash score attack on it, and which works surprisingly well because the game scoring system rewards you not just scoring the most points from skill points, but actually... You get more points by using all of the skill shots available to you. Okay. So yeah. the first time you use a skill shot, it's worth quite a lot more, more. than if you use it the yeah. subsequent time. So times. you have to mix it up. So yeah, the best routes in the in, the, in in those stages is to mix up your play, and it forces. I have had to play the ones I've done several times in order to find a route to three star them, and uh, but it does force you to think a bit how you're going to do it. It's not just your, your standard. Call of Duty, walk forwards, take a shot, walk forwards, take a shot, you know, kill everyone in the room, run forward. You yeah. actually have to think about what you're going to do and how to plan the road and then do it fast. And that works great. If that was in co-op, if they were co-op echoes, yeah. I think that would have been one hell of a step forward. And actually, that's one of the game's biggest flaws, What's actually, is a lack of campaign co-op. Oh, that's odd. The, the co-op is relegated to that online horde mode. Oh, okay. Uh, it's given that you spend the vast majority of the game with at least one AI yeah, partner. teammate. Yeah, teammate. That seems a bit of an oversight. And it would have been, although perhaps the you know in, during the game you only have one leash, like normally. So in court there'd be like several of them, I suppose, which might be a bit mental. That's true. But it's, it is a shame because I think it would have worked really well. There's not really many points in the game where I could think where actually no co-op would be a bad idea. Mm. It's uh, there's only one person could control the giant stomping dinosaur. Yeah, true. The but the other guy could be clearing up the dudes that you yeah. can you don't see and are coming up behind you. That's true. And... Yeah, I don't know. It, it could have worked, and it's a bit of a shame that it's not there. Oh, never mind. It's a minor That's flaw. One of the things. Minor flaw in what is an otherwise great game, and I hope to see more of it. But I'm not sure we will because. Uh, because of the way Epic are describing it as a uh, a fun experiment kind of thing. It's I don't like... think we'll see another bullet stop, but those guys will make another game. Oh, yeah. No, people can fly or stay. They're obviously very talented, but it'd be, it'd be disappointing. Because I think, that, well, that's the other thing. I haven't got there yet, but apparently the ending to Bulletstorm is a bit cliffhangery. Oh, lame. Is a bit, set. let's do another one set up. Probably shouldn't have um, done that. <laughs> no, I don't know why first games suddenly to do that have to do that yeah like make the assumption oh this is good let's make us we'll obviously be making another one yeah that's quite an assumption to make in the current industry and you (laughs) don't have to do that I mean well no the game has to be successful and this is a case of a essentially a triple A release that hasn't been that successful but no one makes really long games any longer though so they don't have to stretch out their story or whatever that that is uh, yeah you could argue that that's another flaw of Bulletstorm it is short you know, we're talking six hours max, which is not crazy short, but it is short. 
You know, um, and to be fair, that's probably the perfect length for the game because by the end of it, it's running out of tricks. You know, you've seen it all. Yeah. By about three quarters of the way through, um, that doesn't stop it from being fun, but it's just not doing much new at that point, mm. which is a again minor thing, but it means it makes the length not feel so bad. Um, plus, it's replayable because of all the extra stuff and you know, all the echoes and things. So it's it's it's, it's not bad. It's just not crazy value for money like Halo's multiplayer and stuff like that. That's... Yeah, Halo, the original Halo didn't have a cliffhanger ending, didn't stop there being good sequels. I mean, I don't know why people yeah. insist on it these days. It's really dumb. It's dumb. Star Wars didn't have a cliffhanger ending, but didn't stop the Empire Strikes Back. Entirely not a cliffhanger ending from Halo, though. They do have to, like, get back to Earth or whatever. That was yeah. a good ending. Yeah, but it was a satisfying ending. Yeah. It didn't leave you going, oh, what's going to happen next? Well, compared to Halo 2, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, the second one in the series can have a cliffhanger, but the first one, not so good. Like, Would you Empire Strikes Back has a cliffhanger, sort of. It's like, what's going to happen to Han Solo? He's been taken by Jabba the Hutt, and we're going to rescue him. That's <laughs> like a cliffhanger, almost. Whereas yeah. the first one, it's like, hey, we won the battle, here's some medals, that's the end. <laughs> yes, but those were the times when you didn't know whether, it's like you didn't know whether, ever, you didn't automatically assume everything was going to be successful. But, but, it's it's, but why is that any different now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, But now they do, they just automatically assume that everyone's going to fight everything. Trilogies are in. Yeah, they, uh, they are. They're longer than trilogies, though. <laughs> but they're still called trilogies. Quadrilogy. Everything called Trilogy. What are you going to call it when Halo gets to six? Sex. They're starting. They're starting. Sextilogy. <laughs> Sexology. They are making Halo 4, aren't they? And 5 and 6. Yeah. But they might as well call that a second trilogy, sort of Star Wars style. Like the, but, but the sequel we, trilogy. As we discussed before, they can't actually call it Halo. Because it cannot involve Halos in any way. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but it could be about. Forerunner stuff that's pre the Halo. Yes, but it's still not going to be Halos. We really don't no, know. The, the name did start losing point, though, didn't it? Really, as the series went on. After the first one, is certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> the third one, they fucking make a Halo. Yeah, but blow it's, the shit up. But it becomes less and less sort of about the ring, really. Yeah. as it goes on. But it's about the flood, which is about the Halos. It's like one level on a Halo in 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 three, and there's like. Well, maybe two or three. I suppose there's a few in in Halo Two. Delta Halo is quite. You a get bit. Delta Delta Halo. There's, there's, but that's the only that's the only one in Halo Two. Yeah, it's Delta Halo. Yeah, <laughs> there's the only one. There's, the only one there's gonna be more. Oh well, yeah, but there's like two in Halo Three, isn't there? Because you go to the Alpha. Well, what was it? The the the, the no, crazy the arc thing. The arc it thing, which isn't ha- really a Halo, yeah, but it's, it's like one. Sort of. Yeah, like, that one doesn't even work, does it? From the sort of no, like, it from, the, from the canon of the world, it's utterly sort of done. The science of it, kind yeah. of thing. What doesn't the arc? What what about the arc? The fact the arc that it's isn't... not like a ring and it's, it's like a, meant to be. it's like a flower with gravity somehow. It's not meant to be a ring. Yeah, but the, the whole point, point in the, the world working was that it was a ring, so it could spin for gravity. And it's yeah. like, how does the arc work? Well, since it's so much bigger, because it makes halos, presumably it just has enough mass that it creates its own gravity. But then it would just, it would have to be incredibly strong not to collapse into a spherical shape if it was that massive. <laughs> they make halos. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and those have to resist the rotational forces. I just realised I'm not 
keeping a tag list this week. Oh, never mind. <laughs> do it the hard um, way. I'll do it the hard way. So no more Red Faction, ever? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they fucked that up with Armageddon. Yeah, they did. Those idiots. But yeah, Armageddon was a bit of a misstep. I have to admit that, you know, if they'd have perhaps taken what made Gorilla good and made another one like that, but slightly less tedious than, than Gorilla kind of ended up But they being. could have just made basically any new game with that destruction technology. That's true. It, it didn't has... have to be in the Gorilla Red Faction universe. Well, maybe they well, Armageddon still has the destruction technology. Yeah, but it's, just it's so ridiculously tidily underplayed. Yeah. It's confined. They needed to make another open world-ish kind of game. That is a weird decision. Red Faction and open world seems to be what they didn't get right in the first two games and then they made Gorilla and, and it had success and they thought fantastic we're on to win it what do we do now let's go back to linear shooter shall we yeah that'll do how do we know that's worked so well for us one? because they've said they've said... outright said they've got no plans for oh, Red Faction in the future yeah so but I don't know Red they, Faction they might come back a long long time away but in the yeah. near future THQ are not going to do anymore Red Faction 1 was a long time ago though so yeah. There has been gaps. Well, so there was Red Faction 1, Red Faction 2, and then there was the big gap and they revamped it for Gorilla. But what other game could they gap. possibly put that destruction technology in? They're not going to put it in Saints Row, apparently. Something awesome. Saints Row is going to be sweet. I have a feeling. It's going to be stupid. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be more ridiculous than Just Cause 2, but in a, but in a different way. They could put that destruction tech in any large-scale warfare game, really, couldn't they? I mean, Battlefield 3 has its own, which yeah. looks damn impressive. Well, it's but sort of it's... different, because... I mean, I think it only worked... Red Faction in Gorilla's one, it was like... It did sort of have the sort of first... Phys- more more detailed attempt at making a real physics model of it, where it's like structural stresses and stuff actually sort of mattered. But it only really worked because everything appeared to be made of like polystyrene and steel bars. <laughs> I don't think you could really apply that so easily to like a brick structure or whatever. Mm. Because that doesn't have as obvious, like, load-bearing poles or whatever, like, prefabricated steel boxes do. And they could just explain that everything on Mars was made of. Yeah, made of shit because they didn't have, you know, capability to make better materials. Yeah. Or they were cheap asses, depending. So, yeah. No more Red Faction. I don't know. I think they could have adapted to, like, non-shitty buildings. I mean, that would be the improvement they make to the engine, surely. Well, yeah. So I better quickly talk about what I've been playing, I guess. <laughs> Alright, we're not running out of time. At all, not at all. Sorry? Not even slightly. We've only used up like... Two hours. Five-sixths of this podcast. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I finished L.A. Noir. In case it that goddamn time! <laughs> it's, that game is long, man. How long? You should play it and find out how long it is. There's a lot of cases. I don't know how many hours. How I haven't got the hour count, but it must be at least 35. Do you think? Yeah. About as long as Red Dead, then. No, maybe a bit shorter than Red. But it, it felt really... It feels long. I mean, Yahtzee was like, oh my god, <laughs> that was freaking long after his review. But anyway, so wh- where were we talking about? We were on the Vice desk, weren't mm. we, I think? So the Arson desk is the next desk. Arson! Arson. And I thought, you know, you get or whatever that wouldn't be as interesting as the other desk. Mm. But it's actually one of the coolest ones. Um, the investigating the fires and stuff is cool, and the storyline for that... Um, uh, for that desk is like a conspiracy thing, which is actually more interesting than any of the other overarching stories. Because like the vi- the uh, murderer, sorry, homicide desk mm. had the kind of Black Dahlia killer story thing, yeah. And then uh, 
the vice had sort of this shipment of drugs that was stolen by some army people off a ship or something army surplus morphine yeah and that was vaguely interesting because it had like gangsters and stuff involved but this one is like this awesome conspiracy to do with like new houses being built and stuff and there's all kinds of insurance scams and all kinds of craziness going on it's super awesome and it's got uh... it doesn't sound it from that description no it is it's all <laughs> it's like drugs girls vice arson and then all of a sudden housing insurance fraud <laughs> yeah but it is it's it's like people are getting burned inside their houses into into a crisp it's really horrid. You go in I and it's like yeah, whole family, those charred remains. Good <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Uh, and uh, and it's all sort of... Like, are, are those charred remains then using the innovative face technology? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are in engine. You can walk around them and stuff. It's pretty grim. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so that's all cool. And the kind of... The people who are at the head of the conspiracy are like the guy who's the housing development head of the housing development he seems to be played by the guy from he played Denethor in Return of the King I don't know if we talked about this before Denethor who the fuck is Denethor he's the um, steward of Gondor Uh, it's your favourite one of the film it is he's a big character he's the guy who is in charge of Gondor and is like up in the tower and he's like no the steward of Gondor, for some reason, I immediately thought like an air steward. <laughs> it's like just walk, walking down is the middle the of a steward... plane going, I'm from Gondor! It's the steward because he's not the king. <laughs> Would you like a drink? He like works instead of the king. <laughs> Make sure your tray table is in the upright position. <laughs> Why does he have that? <laughs> the Gondorians talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're looking like Brian Blessed. For you Gorgons. <laughs> oh yeah. Gorgons. I don't think they have a voice like that. No, either. probably not. They just go, Bruh. Yeah, they do go <laughs> You know the guy that tried to burn his own son when he was still alive? Oh, right. Yeah. Denethor. No, no, yeah. you mean no. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he plays this uh, uh, real estate magnate guy who's really, really creepy and weird. I'm a fire in my gondor. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm a fire in my gondor. <laughs> about gondor. Someone photoshop that quick. <laughs> You just take a picture of Gondor, paint it black, put the face on it with the laser. Yeah, I'm a fire in the Gondor. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. Gondor, is that like a condor that's flown a very far, long way? It's like gone. Is that what they are? Is there actually... <laughs> is there giant, what the fuck? Is there giant condors in... I mean, there the are eagles, giant condors. They're eagles. Yeah, they're, but is, the, is that where the name of that country comes from? Don't think so. It's Gondor and Arnor. I think it comes from... No. Elvis or me. Well, the two parts of Gondor are named after the sun and the moon, because Ithilien is the land of the moon, and uh, with the other side is... I... Okay. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Arnor. I think Ar- Arnor is, is the sun. I think. Isn't that just a Chinese man saying no? Arnor. Arnor. Anyway, enough of that. Enough of generic podcast racism. Yeah. Arnor. <laughs> Um, so, do you want some spoilers and stuff? Do you want to know about the ending and stuff? I won't. I won't Ooh, give I away know. our stuff because I don't want anyone to. But I'll. I'll say it has that been quite a long time. So tell us some stuff. And it stuff. does one awesome thing in the middle of the arson desk. And here's what you can tell tell us in terms of spoilers: Is it what we thought it was last time we talked about it? What was Is that? it even close to what we predicted? So uh, sure no. Okay. So no. <laughs> the, the answer to that is no. What we predicted about World War Two 
flashback <laughs> was actually not it. Okay. No. So, so what, how do those fit in? So uh, do they fit in? Do they actually matter? That do they much? have a point? What the story, the World War Two story? Yeah, it does matter. Yeah. Apart uh, from the army surplus stuff. No, it does matter beyond that, and okay. that, that it does take part in the ending, but it's not the ending isn't a flashback to World War Two. <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, it's the end of the story. Wait, so you're telling us that the flavor it is in the normal world? Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, uh, it does quite a good, uh, it does one of those, I don't know, what, what's, meant, a few games have done this, and it's all, I always think it's really effective, usually, but Halo 2 was one of the first ones to do it, where it's like a cutscene involving characters that aren't your player character, and then it ends, and you're like, shit, I'm in control of Someone else. Yeah. That happens in Batman, doesn't it, at one point? And yeah. some games do it. And I always think it always works really well. Hmm. Uh, Especially when it's not announced. Because you're never expecting it. Like, what? Sorry, what? You're like, what? 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 What the fuck? And it's like a really exciting moment, usually. And it does that. And that is really cool. Uh, and um, so then it, it kind of splits the story between the guy you've been playing all along and the new guy hmm. up until the end. And when you've got the flamethrower at the end, you actually are the new guy. Not the old guy. <laughs> well, that makes sense. But then, the actual ending, uh, uh, they do... Spoilers and everything, but they do... Spoilers! Basically, they do similar to... If you've, seen, if you've played to the end of Red Dead, they do something similar to what happens at the end of Red Dead, but not nearly as well. No. So, I didn't think... I thought the ending was pretty lame. I mean, the actual running around with the... Someone dies. Yeah, someone dies. But that happens, you know. In lots of stories and stuff. But, I mean, you can do that well, or you can do it badly. And I didn't think they earned it. Uh, uh, I didn't think they... <laughs> Your death was not earned. You must carry on living yeah. as undead. I don't know. I, I just didn't think it... <laughs> Are they going to do a zombie nightmare of L.A. Noir? <laughs> That'd be <laughs> awesome. Oh, there's going to be new new Red Dead DLC, apparently. Like, yeah. Indian-themed, which sounds freaking sweet. Wasn't it for the uh, low, low price of no dollars as well? Is it? Well, no, there's a pack where you can play as a few new characters in the multiplayer. Oh, of, right, no. Like Mavericks and Myths or something is called. But... Oh, right, but I'm hoping for another single-player one that's better than Undead Nightmare, because that was fine, but it wasn't, you know, it was a bit strange. I'd like to see zombies in every door. See yeah. how they fit in somehow. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Zombie working the arse mm-hmm. the desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you getting on with that case? But the thing is, the individual so cases are still pretty great. <laughs> Imagine the interview process with a zombie. <laughs> how can you tell if he's lying? That'd be great. That's a lie. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> Doubt. Yeah. Um, Did you eat his brains? <laughs> I believe you. But I have been playing the DLC cases alongside the story, or whatever, and they're all really good, because they don't really matter that much to the story, obviously, because they can't. Mm. But as individual stories, they're really cool. They always have some kind of cool um, new location or something. Like, there was one of them that had a whole soup factory, and you walked around it as it was working, and you could see everything, the conveyor belts and all the mixers and stuff. It was actually kind of cool. Making soup. Making soup. And then there was another one um, which had the spruce goose in it, in a hangar. You could walk around the spruce goose looking for evidence. It was way cool. Q's aircraft company and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was freaking sweet. Spruce goose. And it it was a good, it it was exciting and there was a huge explosion at the start of that one. (laughs) Although I thought there was... They finished the run of the the I think they have. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure, but I think it's mostly done. Um... I went back and did a traf- the traffic case mm. because I'd gone past that point in the game, obviously. And that was another good one. Um, 
I I think it almost works better episodically. I think the overarching story of L.A. Noir in, in some ways isn't as good as the individual little mm. little cases. Because I think the writing, the, the the dialogue is all really good, but the writing, as in the story, sometimes isn't so good. Mm. I think it's maybe suffering from that long development period, and uh, you know. All that, all the trouble. Have you heard about the trouble over Eleanor's development? Yes, they've been sort of claiming that was it Team Bondi or whatever Bondi, yeah, Bondi, or that there's, there's been some people out of them that's, that have come out quite vocally saying the crunch was horrific. Yeah, I mean the crunch is always quite bad for a game company. This crunch went on for years. This wasn't just a crunch this at was, the end. The whole development cycle was a crunch. <laughs> yeah, and there were people working hundreds, a hundred hours a week. 110 hours a week. Although a lot of people are claiming that that, that 100 hour figure was is quite an exaggeration. Yeah. Somewhere. But the, I mean, a lot of the management aren't saying, no, it wasn't like that. They're just, their defense is, yeah, it was like that, but we did the same. Everyone did. Mm. It's not as if the management didn't work as hard as everyone else. They did. Everyone just worked really, 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 really ridiculously hard. Mm. Too hard. <laughs> which isn't that good an excuse really they were burning through people like they'd get on a graduate they'd, they'd burn them out by working them 100 hours a week or whatever and then they'd fire them How's and get somebody possible? else you're talking like I don't know they're in Australia there's not that many uh, <laughs> they're in not, Australia there's, there's not, days not, there's not that, <laughs> they have like extra hours in there's day. not that many games uh, companies in Australia they're mostly shut down apart from Team Bond and I, I imagine there's quite a few people studying out there oh yeah that's the news apparently Australia is getting a proper R rating now yeah. Oh, yeah. so they can have real games <laughs> Gears of War oh and Gears of War 3 got past the German censors somehow I know. What are, how, how, have they made it less gory somehow? Maybe you don't actually on? kill anything that has red blood. No humans die. But don't the locust have red blood? It's all dark. Change it to green like Carmageddon. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy fix. Make them zombies. <laughs> Make everything zombies. The world's a better place. They kind of are zombies, sort of. Not really. They're aliens. I don't know if the Germans care about whether it is just red human blood or whatever if it was red blood coming out of something else that would matter I can't remember what it was called but the uh, developer of Burn Zombie Burn is making a, a new game and it's like called something like Die Zombie Die or <laughs> something ridiculous it's like exactly the same title <laughs> telling no, zombies what to do <laughs> telling them what to do <laughs> dead zombie dead just die <laughs> uh, what else have I been playing Assassin's Creed but I can't be bothered to talk about that again it's all <laughs> More of that. Dodge a bullet. Um, <laughs> Is that actually finished? Sorry, have I finished that? Yeah. No. Are you getting close? Yes. Oh, uh, I, I did the last, like, Christina mission, which is, the I think, the one where you need the most sync to get that unlocked. You need, like, 70% sync. Right. So I got that one. Sync uh, was. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I played with some Burnout Paradise. I went what? over to my friend's... Uh, friends, well... Uh, I was with a friend of mine in London and we went over to his friend's house and they were just playing it and they were just getting drunk and handing the control around. <laughs> and that was actually really good for that because you could do the race or whatever and then you got to the end and then you instead of driving to find a new race or whatever, like you have to, mm. instead of going to a menu, you just hand the controller to the next person <laughs> and it made it for a really good party game because they just all like, oh, you'll go. <laughs> okay, but then that one person then has to find something to do. Yeah, but they would be really just... irritating if someone left you in the middle of nowhere there's no events available. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm That's true. But you can never be that far away. I don't think they'd... Um, well, the the top left of the map's pretty bad for that. That's there aren't true. many junctions up there. Yeah. But, you know, 
it still has that terrible problem of oh god how when do I turn or yeah it's, you know, that's the main thing it's not nearly as good as previous ones yeah but it, I had more I fun than I expected like it's better than I remembered plus I think the, the PC version has some serious issues on my machine actually since I've got the new monitor and I can up the res to 1080 and stuff the game doesn't like 1080 mm. it just doesn't even without 3D turned on, if I up the res too far, and Hot Pursuit has the same problem, actually. It might be something to do with Criterion's engine or something. But if yeah. I up the resolution too high, then the it's not even like a proper chug, if you know what I mean. It's not like the frame rate's going down. It becomes stuttery. Right, yeah. So the game is periodically pausing, sort of regularly pausing for an incredibly brief period of time. So <laughs> I'm describing frame rate almost there, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But you know what I mean? It's, sort of, it's, it's an irregular... It's not like it's this kind kind of a regular pattern, and it makes the game very jumpy and hard to see what's going on. Uh-huh. And it's uh, so yeah, I have to knock the res down on that. And I didn't know that until I got my bigger monitor. A lot of things have problems on your machine for some reason. I'm sure. Well, not really. Just calls ran kind of slow, but that's because it's kind of got a lot of features that we turned them all on. <laughs> Should have run better than that, though. I would have said maybe. Even for your older graphics card. And the card is two years old now. But when are you going to buy a new one? That's the question. I don't <laughs> intend on it anytime yeah. soon. But, but Battlefield 3 is going to come out. So? It might run fine. You need to be frame rate for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> sure, it'll be fine. So, yeah. Um, I played the Bastion demo. Oh, yes? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I The combat is actually quite uh, hard at first. I keep, like, you press A to dodge. And I keep double tapping A like I'm in Batman. I don't know why. And uh, yeah, even the little squib things or whatever they are, um, they kind of gang up and it's quite hard to... Because um, you have a sort of Z targeting, sort of. like, But it only works when you like raise your shield or draw, your, or draw your bow or something. And, and then you can flick between targets using the uh, left and right bumpers or whatever. But um, and then as soon as you fire your bow or lower your shield to swipe, you've mm. lost your um, lock completely. Mm. So, but you can move around in all directions and stuff. But a lot of it is about dodging and uh, trying to work your way around. So yeah, but the actual, um, you know, the dynamic narration—that's mm. the selling point, and it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, a lot of people say that that is pretty damn good. But one of the games bigger flaws from the reviews is that the actual story kind of comes to nothing. The actual, oh, right. The actual sort of meaning of the plot itself ends up not having much weight. Because they set it up as being like yeah. this mystical thing or whatever that's going to... Like, you wake up and you don't know where you are and it doesn't exactly. nothing explains anything and then it gradually sort of explains... Eventually, I, The demo ends when you find out what the bastion is and okay, stuff. And, yeah. uh, but that's pretty cool. And you're just called the boy. Hmm. Uh, and the levels kind of build up in front of you, so you can't see ahead of you. Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. really cool. I mean, I love the graphical style of it. It's nice. It, yeah. it does look good. Uh, so, and well, yeah. A lot of, as I say, the the main draw at the moment seems to be that people enjoy the combat. The combat's really varied, and also one of the more customizable difficulty trees ever seen in a game. Oh, is that right? Like a game of that type, for because you can you can tweak everything, like as to how much damage you take to how much damage you deal. Compared to how enemies behave to an extent, like how what do do they ever block attacks? For instance, do they play defensively? And it's like there's lots of customizations so you can tune it to how you want to play it, rather oh, than just nice. some generic easy, medium, hard. That does sound cool, actually. 
course, that's not in the demo, but... No, but yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, we're running out of time. Five minutes. Yeah, sure. Five minutes of... Five minutes. Of tosh. <laughs> Is there tosh to be had? Is there still games to be had? Have you seen Harry Potter yet? No. Oh, I haven't. No. Okay, I'm, I'm I can't talk tomorrow. about that then. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen either of them, so... <laughs> the last e- Even from my opinion of Harry Potter, it's good. Yeah, well... It's a good film. It's supposed to be good. Really. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know when I'm going to fucking get to see it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to see it until the DVDs come out so I can watch both of them. What? Oh, you oh, you've not seen part one. part one? No. Yeah. I, I can't actually very much remember the previous film. <laughs> you could probably just read the halfway through the book. And I read stop, the book. And then, I know, I know, but to remind yourself. And then you'd be like, no, you could probably go into two and know everything that's going on. Well, supposedly, from what I heard, like... They haven't changed that, in, in One was actually kind of not actually very much happened. It's like no. they stretched out... No, the... but that's what happened in the book. Yeah, but that <laughs> like was the trouble. It's like they stretched out the film into two films, but then they didn't account for the fact that actually nothing was going to happen in the first film. No, the, yeah. first, the first film's more about the atmosphere than the actual what happens. Yeah. It's, it's, well, just... well, it's not as enjoyable, I'll admit, as some of the other ones because of that. You know, it's not as outright... Wham, bam, <laughs> not as enjoyable to you. No, no, it's not, it's, not, it's, it's not exactly my type of film, but... It's good at what it's trying to do. There's a lot it, hanging it around in the tent, yeah. just like in the book. Yeah. It's like, tent time. They even, like, at one point, they get so bored in the tent, they start dancing to Nick Cave for no reason. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, yes. We're Captain off. America next. Captain America, yeah. Damn it, that's my. I'm gonna see Harry Potter. I think if I go to London, to, you know, and I'm with my brother tomorrow, he'd probably want to see Captain America. So Plus, as I said before the podcast, I'm now rethinking my whether to buy Connect again. So there may be more Connect-based stuff to talk about. Or Connect Animals has bears. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> Pandas and shit <laughs> that look like they're animated in exactly the same way. They well, didn't bother doing Well, the looks of it. So it's just like really all they did was like. Turn up the fatness slider. <laughs> Basically. <yeah. laughs> Fat cubs that turn into like bears. Yeah. You just take a tiger, turn up the fat slider, and it becomes bear shaped. So we're teaching kids about even more animals that will maul you to death. <laughs> like, give them a false sense of security about them. They're just going to work their three way through all the classic black and white creatures, aren't they? From tigers. Monkeys. To... Monkeys, yeah. Monkeys next, is it? Cow. Cow. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> the cow is amazing. The cow is the coolest one. Bovinimals. Man, that, that game wasn't really a game, but it was cool. <laughs> Not cool enough. No. Damn it. That cow had a jiggly udder. Stop, stop making fake. That cow would constantly jiggle its own udder. <laughs> it did sound a bit retarded as a cow. Like, Well, what else noise was it going to make? Well, no, but even the mood didn't sound quite right. You know, it's possible for a cow possibly to have a dignified... Well, the trouble was that it was... But like, it was just like... Most of the time it was like... A, it was like... It was a, like... Super, it was always scared of everything. So it would be constantly going... That's true. Was that just yours in particular, or was it just its temperament? I think it starts off in that kind of. I mean, obviously, as you progress your creature, you could probably make it less pansy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Death cow of doom. And it had that one sound effect that I heard all the time. I can't remember what it was when it when it would make that sound effect. Just it's one of its generic idol sound effects, where it was just like a series of little moves and it's all in a row. It'd be like. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you hear that all the time. And the, the soundtrack was just like, ah, and then, oh, I've got this nation that I quite like to say on the ocean. <laughs> yep. Those guys in that was in black and white too, weren't they? They sang about beer though, which was sort of cool. Is there a boat? We quite need some bread. 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 Corn. Maize. Wood. Wood. Corn. We need wood. We need wood. North power. North power. Right, well, thanks for joining us on the Sonicast again, or the Sonic Cast, whatever it is. Not so much Sonic like this shit is, we've just recorded it. <laughs> Not so much Sonic this time, but uh, plenty of other good stuff. And uh, join us again next time, when we'll have what we have. Mm. Fuck only days. Fuck only days, what's next? Probably some more Final Fantasies, I've been working through that, but didn't feel it worthwhile to talk about. The end of Assassin's Creed Brother, possibly. Oh no. I oh like no. I <laughs> Oh no, we can't see when it's ending. The sweet tears has come on. Let's just say bye. Bye. Let's say bye. Let's say bye for two more seconds. Bye. Bye.